Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Let's go places. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is a transformative time for Black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 What a title. Are you ready? Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness is in the house. Never heard of him. Jonas Knox. The story is Jonas Knox. <laughs> yeah, Chief. This will be good. Like I said, Jonas Knox is coming through your speakers like a right cross from a boxer that you've never heard of. What's going on here? And now, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, here's Jonas Knox. You're really going through with this, huh, Chief? We are going to go behind the scenes of two situations, not only in the world of sports radio, but in the world of life. And I will tell you what is actually happening and what's really going on as it pertains to a rivalry. We will get into that here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 
You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on Sirius XM Channel 83 and on every single one of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 6 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on FSR. Uh, So thank you for making us a part of your Memorial Day weekend. And look, we must... I got to make things relatable for people because there's a lot of people who you hear somebody say, well, you know, it's like this, but you don't really have an experience in that. And so some people struggle with being able to identify what it is that somebody else goes through from time to time. And so there's a couple of scenarios I want to, you know, take you behind the scenes on. So in sports talk radio. Just a little behind the curtain here of producing sports talk radio. If there's a big story, I mean a, a big story from a certain part of the country or a certain city involving a certain franchise, chances are when you listen to Sports Talk Radio throughout the course of that week, you are going to hear a lot of guests from that location. Like whatever Sports Talk Radio you're listening to for on a national level, I can assure you, you've probably heard a lot of guests from Atlanta and a lot of guests from Green Bay. And the reason why is, well, Julio Jones is a big story. And then also the Aaron Rodgers stuff is a big story. So that is how you produce sports talk radio. So they will identify what the big story is. They will try and get a guest from there because they know what's happening because their boots on the ground. They know what's happening there better than a lot of people would. All right. So that is inside behind the scenes of sports talk radio. Now, let me take you behind the scenes of a big family. All right. I come from a big family, a lot of siblings, a lot of older brothers. I got my ass beat all the time, all the time. I'm talking uh, shovel to the face. No joke. Uh, broom to the face, um, you know, body slammed. Uh, my nose has like a dent in the top because my brother DDT'd me on the carpet, which is a wrestling move. You don't know who Jake the Snake Roberts is. Get a life. Stop watching Star Wars and Space Track. All right, watch professional wrestling and be an, be an adult for once in your life. But nonetheless, I got my ass beat all the time. But the one thing about having a lot of brothers and sisters, especially if you're a guy, you never, ever, ever want your little brother to beat your ass. The older brother, it's fine. But you never want the little brother to beat your ass because you live with this state of fear, this terror inside of you that one day he's going to be able to take over and he's going to be able to take you out. And it's this constant reminder every time you see them and they're getting a little bit bigger and they're getting a little bit older. And are they, are they a half inch taller than me? Are they getting a little bit? You live with this tear. So, so we have just taken you behind the scenes. If you don't have a big family, that's what it's like. If you've got a lot of brothers and sisters, you don't want the little brother to beat your ass. And if you've never worked in sports talk radio and you wonder what it's like to produce sports talk radio, one of the aspects to guest booking is find the big story and get somebody there who's got boots on the ground. Now that we've established all that, now that everybody is on the same page, let's go ahead and get into the discussion. I am, uh, I'm in Los Angeles. I'm in Southern California, right? Born and raised. As I mentioned, I have a lot of siblings, a lot of brothers and sisters, and I've got a younger brother. So I know what's happening here in Los Angeles, and I also know what it's like to have a little brother. The reason that 
there's this almost comedic feeling and narrative surrounding the L.A. Clippers is because the older brother in town is terrified at the idea of little brother taking over. That's what's happening here. You notice how everybody's got jokes on the L.A. Clippers? Like, they've gone from, well, they're not even, uh, you know, this is not even a relevant franchise. This franchise isn't relevant. Nobody cares about the Clippers. All of a sudden, they've gone from irrelevant franchise. Nobody cares about them. Nobody talks about them. You know three Clipper fans on the face of planet Earth. One of them is Marcellus Wiley. The other is Ben Maller. And the other is Clipper Daryl. And that's it. Those are your Clipper fans. And maybe Billy Crystal, but I don't even know anymore. I think maybe he was just going there because they were giving him free tickets. But those are your Clipper fans that you know of. Ben Maller, Marcellus Wiley, and Clipper Daryl. And they've gone from a relevant franchise, nobody cares about them, we, we don't even bother talking about the Clippers, to almost a celebration every time they lose. It's a, like they win on Friday night in Dallas. A blade on the table... Show me what you're working with when on the road at Dallas. And I don't hear a damn thing. I hear nothing. I mean, I was told by everybody after they went down two games to none, series over. Uh, same old Clippers, series over. And we, I mean, it was the lead on shows. All of a sudden, the Clippers, who aren't a discussion at any point in the history of their franchise, all of a sudden, it's the lead on shows. And do you want to know what the root of this issue is? They're the little brother in town. And Big Brother is terrified at the idea of them actually advancing and them having to actually meet up with the Lakers. That's what's happening here. I can assure you, I'm here. None of this angst against the Clippers ever existed before they got good. It was never here. Man, nobody cared about the Clippers before. I, went, I used to cover Clipper games. There was nobody there. Nobody in the meeting room, no, uh, in the media room. Nobody, like you, I could walk in and out of there, grab popcorn, a Diet Coke, whatever it was. I could even grab booze if I wanted to. Nobody cared. Nobody was there. I used to cover games. It would, nobody cared. They weren't the topic of discussion anywhere. Yet all of a sudden, they're now like one of the big stories in the NBA. And, 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 I'm, and I'm watching from afar, and I'm going, what's happening here? Why, why is this all of a sudden, you know, they're the, they're the joke of the league again, but, but they're the lead now? It's been one, before it was they were the joke of the league, but, you know, we had just saved them for the end of the show. Now we're leading off with shows, and yet they go on the road and they beat Dallas on Friday. I don't hear anything. It's like they've gone back to being irrelevant. It's out of fear. The reason there was a celebration last year when they fell apart in the bubble is because it was relief. I said it at the time. There was relief because the Lakers knew you can lose to anybody else. You can lose to anybody else in the conference. You could lose to Portland. You could lose to Denver. You could lose to Dallas. You could lose to Phoenix. You could lose to anybody else in the Western Conference, but you better not lose to your little brother. You better not. And I'm telling let me be your guest from L.A., like you're booking your own radio show, let me be your guest. I'm here. That's what's happening. 
They can say, no, 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 that is not true. Nobody takes that franchise seriously. They're the joke. They're the same old Clippers they've always been. Then why do you acknowledge them? Why is there a discussion about them? Why is there angst and celebration every time they lose? If you don't care, why are they being discussed? And it's, it's obvious to me that what we've got here is a fan base that doesn't want any part of that because they don't want to have to live in a world that involves them acknowledging in an offseason that there's somebody in town who's better than you. Now, never mind the fact that the Clippers have been better than the Lakers. Like, what is it, seven out of the last eight years? Eight out of the last nine? Whatever the case may be. They've been better than them this entire time, but nobody talked about them. Like, like nobody ever brought that up. Like, it wasn't even like, I mean, they were going to the postseason. They were going to the playoffs. Nobody talked about them. But this one is terrifying because the thought of going out, getting LeBron James, uh, getting Anthony Davis, acquiring all these assets and trying to get Laker Nation back up and get the proud organization back up only to see them lose in a matchup against the Clippers is a frightening feeling for them. I'm telling you that as somebody who has got intimate experience in both subjects, sports talk radio and being in a big family. That's why this has become the most interesting storyline of the postseason. Because there is a feeling that the Clippers, if they get there, if they can figure this thing out, if they even things up with Dallas, and all of a sudden they get the jitters out and they start to you know, play together and start to gel together a little bit, there is a feeling that that's a matchup you could see. And if that matchup happens and the Lakers find themselves on the short end of that, That is an absolute nightmare for the blowhards and ball washers that make up this Laker fan base in L.A. I'm telling you, as somebody who's got boots on the ground, let me be your guest for your own sports talk radio show. That's what's happening here. And let me go ahead and confirm why it's happening is because of the little brother syndrome. I have a little brother. I remember the tear, thinking about what's it going to be like when he's going to be able to beat my ass. And I remember what it felt like when he ultimately did beat my ass. That's what's happening. You're welcome. Behind the scenes, family and sports talk radio to begin your Memorial Day weekend. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Uh, we have got all the usuals coming up later on in the show. We've got Do You Care? We've got Guess That Garbage, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star, The Scraps, Ticket or Stick It. You name it, we've got it here. Four hours to begin your holiday weekend here on FSR. But coming up next, there is an NFL story out there that you might scoff at. You hear it and you go, not happening, and I did the same thing. But there's a little detail in the story that speaks volumes about a situation that may go down sooner rather than later. I'll have that for you next here on FSR. Boom, Tetris for Jonas. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, man. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up in, uh, we will call it, uh, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Um, I was absolutely stunned 
by a result on Friday. I did not see it. I'll be honest with you. I did not see it happening, uh, but we will get into that and why it's noteworthy. That coming up here uh, a little over uh, 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, some guy just so, so here we go. Uh, the insults have already started here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, after a, uh, you know, a past couple of days have been a lot of really nice things. Uh, I plan to get back to everybody on those nice things that were said on Twitter, but, but this feels like we're back home. Like this, this feels like we're back home. Um, guy on Twitter uh, called me a piece of crap, which just melts my heart because I think piece of crap is one of the most underrated insults of all time. Like one of the most underrated insults of all that, that you can say on the air. Like, like if you want a name call on the air and you want it to get through uh, on sports talk radio, um, piece of crap is, is a solid, solid insult, a solid put down to go with crap in general, I think is really underutilized word. And because we can't drop S bombs on this show, uh, crap, I feel like it, it is something that needs to be in everybody's vocabulary, especially in the weekend overnights. I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, if you're not willing to say the word crap, on weekend overnights, then then I just you know I don't think this is a job for you. I'm sorry. I, it just it's just not the job for you. Uh, so I, I do appreciate that uh, little uh, little throwback uh, to an old school term, piece of crap. And then another guy writes in uh, quote, "You nets, blank munching bitch boy, shove that Tatum fifty point clinic up your pasty bleep bleep." So. Um, again, we are off and running here on the holiday weekend. Uh, glad to see everybody is in a, a festive mood. Uh, we are already uh, sipping and ripping here uh, on Memorial Day weekend <laughs> as, uh, as the insults are uh, off and rolling here on Fox Sports Radio. So keep them coming. Um, piece of crap is welcome. Some of the other stuff, I'd like to be able to read all of that on the air, but unfortunately that can't happen. Uh, just not happening here. Uh, but, uh, but this will be a lot of fun, it seems like, uh, over the next several hours. Uh, all right, let's get into this story. All Right, because I'm a broadcast professional, despite what you morons say, all right, despite what you angry, angry people on Twitter say, I'm a broadcast professional. And as a broadcast professional, I want to be able to pay off a tease. All right, that is a broadcasting trick and very important one. I want to pay off a tease. And I told you that there's this NFL story. You got If you read the fine print of this NFL story, it tells you a different situation than what you previously thought. All right, so... It's important to read the fine print on things, like on anything. Like if you ever read your horoscope, some people read their horoscope and, uh, and there's people out there that actually think that stuff is real, like which, which, is, which is completely bizarre. The, um, it, it, I, don't even, I, I don't even get it. But if you read down below, the fine print says for entertainment purposes only. Now, if you know that going in, I wouldn't necessarily base your entire day around what some horoscope that you picked up at a diner that was left over by somebody else and there's a cigarette uh, uh, mark on it and spilled coffee on the front. I wouldn't exactly plan my day around that. But if you read the fine print, you'll be able to sort of adapt and realize, oh, for entertainment purposes only. There was a report from Diana Rossini of ESPN that the Atlanta Falcons have an offer of a future first-round pick on the table for Julio Jones. Now, first glance, let's go back to everybody's favorite word, the word of the show over the next several hours. First glance, that's crap. You see that and you go... That's garbage. That's no, no, no. I'm not, not buying it. Not buying it for a second. So when I first saw it, I said, I, I just, I don't buy it. That's not true. 
And the reason I don't think it's true is because a trade hasn't been done yet. If there was really a first-round pick on the table, Atlanta would have done the deal by now. And so first glance was, this is damage control for the phone call with Shannon Sharp earlier this week, and they feel like their leverage isn't where it was or where it should be. And so the Atlanta Falcons have got to try and use the media to stir up some interest. And so they're throwing out, we got a first-round pick on the table. we got this. First glance, total crap. It's like reading your horoscope. But then you actually look at the fine print. And the report says future first-round pick. And that changes everything. Because then it makes a little more sense on both sides. Because whoever the team is that's trying to do a deal for Julio Jones, it's a team that's probably in win-now mode. Julio Jones is 32 years old. Body has been breaking down. uh, Broken down last year for sure. And although he's still very good and he's going to be a future Hall of Famer, no doubt about it, Julio Jones is on the downside of his career. So you've got a short time that Julio Jones is effective and a short time that Julio Jones would be worth a future first-round draft pick. So if you're a team looking to make a move for Julio Jones, it's a team that's in a win-now scenario. It's why all the teams rumored, all the teams that are the betting favorites to try and get Julio Jones are all teams that are trying to win now. They're all teams that feel like we need to add him. If we do that, we're not only a playoff team, but we could do big things. So when you see the future first round pick, it makes sense for those teams because they say, look, if it means we got to we got to give up a first round draft pick in 2023 or whatever it is. It's worth it because we're trying to win now. We can't worry about what's going on in the future. We're trying to win now. And for the Falcons, it makes total sense as well, too. Because if you're the Atlanta Falcons, the one thing you don't want to have happen is trade away Julio Jones for a first-round pick only to have that team improve dramatically. And next thing you know, that first-round pick is in the late 20s or early 30s in the first round. You don't want that to happen. The same thing happened to the Raiders when it came to trading Khalil Mack. Green Bay had an offer on the table for the Raiders. They wanted Khalil Mack. Green Bay was ready to make a move. The reason the Raiders did the deal with the Bears is because they felt like the Bears were going to be worse, and therefore the first-round picks were going to be worth more than what they would have gotten from Green Bay. And the opposite happened. Green Bay had a down year. Aaron Rodgers got banged up. Otherwise, they would have had better first-round picks. So if you're the Falcons, you don't want to trade Julio Jones to a win-now team to try and get a pick in 2022. You want a future pick. Because if they're acknowledging that there's a short window here to win, that means they're also acknowledging that beyond that window, things are kind of up in the air. So you ask yourself this, do I want to make a deal for a first-round pick with a team that I know is trying to win now and capable of winning a lot of games, or for a team later in the future that it's kind of up in the air? Maybe maybe they're trying to go all in now, and then they'll deal with it later. And if that's the case, I think it makes sense. So I think it makes sense if you read the fine print – Future first-round draft pick, I think it makes sense for both sides. I think it makes sense for whoever the team is because they're clearly in a win-now mode. And so if they need to give up a pick in 2023 or 24 or whatever, who cares? 
and also for the Falcons, because if you're trading with a win-now team, they're going to be good, so why would you want a draft pick now when you know they're going all in and they've got the talent to do so? Read the fine print. I scoffed at this report when I saw it. I said, no way, I'm not buying it. But when you actually read the fine print, you get the whole story. Uh, Jonas Knox here on FSR. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, I do want to welcome in the crew. They're going to be riding shotgun with me until 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. This man is the voice of L.A. Sports Radio. He is a man who demands respect, and if you don't give it to him, he will rip it out of your effing hands. And his name is Kevin. Kevin Ready for another fun Friday night there, Jonas. What's going on, brother? Hey, when's the last time somebody called you a piece of crap? To my face? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in I, general. Yeah. I what a great what a great term, man. I got to be honest. I think it's fantastic. People can call me that all day. I yeah. think it's great. I always wonder what was worse, piece of crap or piece of trash. Because um, that's a good one, too. Crap feels it's wrong. It's trash. Yeah. Because I always, yeah. for whatever reason, I always take offense when someone says you're trash. You know? For whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. Yeah, tra- yeah, trash. Well, I think a piece of trash that was like a Stone Cold Steve Austin. It, abs- made famous, it absolutely right? was. Yes. Yeah, like like he he went piece of trash. Um, yeah, because it means you're so meaningless. Like you're not even worth my time. You're a piece of trash. Right. Um, and then there, but I piece. Of, I don't know what it is, man. Crap just rolls off the tongue for me. Sounds and like a poll question to me. That's would that's you rather weird. be a piece of crap or a piece of trash? Yeah, that's that sounded <laughs> that's that sounded weird. Yeah, yeah that is a uh, yeah that is a, a a decent poll question. Um, yeah, piece of crap. <laughs> rolls off the tongue. That's probably not the right mm, thing well, to say. Well, I mean, whatever you're into, Jonas, yeah, you know, I don't not, judge. Uh, yeah, listen, you know, everybody's got a fetish, apparently. Um, <laughs> but, uh, hey, here we go. Uh, so, uh, so Kevin Figures is fired up. Uh, a, a wild game uh, that you will have details on at Dodger Stadium. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the crazier finishes to a game. Uh, and uh, you talk about a roller coaster of emotions. Uh, Kev will have all the details on that, because that was a fun one to watch. Uh, Bo Benson is your executive producer here at Fox Sports. You never Radio. know what the sick bass is going to do next. Oh, good evening, Jonas. How you doing? Uh, Bo, when's the last time somebody called you a piece of crap? <laughs> I don't think... Uh, I, I try to be nice to people, so I don't know if uh, anyone's ever called me that, uh, knowingly at least, uh, maybe behind my back. I, I would imagine that maybe Brian Finley had that thought yeah, to I was himself. Say, listen, I didn't want to start that. I didn't want to start the <laughs> but, feud uh, up again. Look, the Daddy. feud Kevin the feud Kevin figures has with In and Out uh, is is nothing compared to the Brian Finley Bo Benson bag. feud. Yeah. yeah, listen, you don't want to mess with that guy. Yeah, no, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> it's it's uh, I, I believe Brian's with us on uh, on Sunday for Ben Maller, so that's a uh, that's a that's a bad time for Brian Finley. I think is, is that Finley's laugh, Chris? Play that again. Is that Finley's laugh? <laughs> It's just so uncomfortable. Yeah. It sounds like you need some help. Yeah, he, I he, know. It, he, he he plays that all the time while you guys it aren't does. listening. It's it's, hey. just, uh, it's really really uncomfortable. Uh, well, listen, I you know I hope you and Finley have worked out uh, worked out your differences. Yeah, no, we're all yeah. good. Here. If you haven't, yeah. we can have you guys uh, be the undercard for Mayweather and Paul coming up. Oh in a few man, weeks. <laughs> why let me, not? Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something. Uh, and and I, I I I would accept both of you guys going on the gas. Like if you guys want to do steroids <laughs> before the fight, I have no problem with it whatsoever. Bo Benson on steroids is, is probably terrifying. The most Absolutely. dominating team of the last ten years is Brian Finley and his son. I'll make Jared from Subway. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> Chris! I had not heard that before. 
Ooh. Yeah, uh, that was one of those. Uh, uh, I think Chris Plank was reading a tweet and didn't actually realize it until he hey. said it. I've had that happen a couple of times where we're playing <laughs> pro wrestler or porn star, and I'll read a name and go, ooh, mm. I should have said that out loud to myself first before I actually went on the air with it. But uh, look, Ouch. it's uh, yeah, it happens. That's, that's how that goes. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, he is a man who is back. Uh, he was traveling all the way to Detroit. Um, uh, no word yet as to whether or not he got his hands on an Allen Trammell starting lineup action figure, but he is none other than Chris Perfett, your technical producer. Get those wonderful toys. They were out of the uh, Allen Trammell action figures, but I did get, I did get a Jose Valverde bobblehead. Oh, good for you. What, for what like about five a, cents? By the way, one of the great names of all time, uh, Al Albuquerque. You remember him? I remember Al. Remember, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Relief pitcher for the Tigers. Yeah, yeah, yeah one Al, of the few yeah. relief pitchers that I didn't have an ulcer watching uh, take the mound. Yeah, Al Albuquerque back in the day. Uh, I always, uh, even though I grew up a Cubs fan, um, and uh, by the way, I have no idea how they're in first place, or, or, or at least I don't. Uh, I don't either. And I'm like trying to pay sense. more attention to baseball. Uh, yeah, but uh, I, I always was a fan as a kid of Cecil Fielder because oh, he Cecil. would just hit bombs. Have you ever seen? There is a McDonald's commercial of Cecil Fielder with a very young Prince Fielder. You know, he's playing oh, ball yeah. with Prince out there. Oh yeah. And it's yep. just but it's it's funny cuz it's it's basically it's a it's a commercial for single, double and triple cheeseburgers. Yeah. He so. look and, and you know what's great about Cecil Fielder and and Kev, you probably remember this. He would hit bombs and there's never been one person in the history of Major League Baseball who said you know, I'm not sure whether or not he was on the juice. Oh, like yeah. it's it's literally not even not even in the in, in the conversation. Like everybody just acknowledges now that guy definitely did old do Tiger steroids. Stadium too, so it always oh, be yeah. off the off the uh, roof, off yeah, the off the roof, and you'd hear yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, there was no, like, Kevin, am I, am I wrong? There was oh. no no thought that he was on steroids, right? Oh, God, moonshots left and right. You kidding yeah, me? Yeah, and, and, and not even a whisper that, hey, man, that guy might, might be oh, on no. the sauce. No, no that, that, that was all cheeseburger power. All natural, man. And it tri- trickled down to Prince. I mean, my goodness. The one yeah. who said he was a vegan, I think. Yeah. yeah. You are the yeah. largest vegan I've ever seen there, yeah. Prince. Yeah, vegan, sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> And I'll just leave it there. It's, not even, <laughs> it's just not even not even worth that going down that road. Uh, all right. Uh, so, the, yeah, the whole crew is going to be here until 6 a.m. Eastern time. We are back. A full throttle, a full bottle for many of you here over the next several hours on FSR. Uh, coming up next, though, um, I have uh, I, I got to be honest. I'm stunned at something that happened in the world of sports on Friday night. We'll get into that. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, none other than Kevin Figures. All right. And we had three game threes in the NBA on Friday night, capped off by the Clippers getting a victory in Dallas over the Mavericks by the score of 118-108. to Kawhi Leonard making his first eight field goals, finished with 36 points. Paul George chipped in 29 points. Dallas's lead in that series two games to one. Brooklyn's lead over the Celtics is now two games to one after Jason Tatum scored 50 to lead Boston to a 125-119 to victory. Atlanta with a 2-1 lead over the Knicks. Trey Young scoring 21 points, dishing out 14 assists, leading the Hawks to a 105-94 to victory on the Diamond. Jonas 
talked about a wild finish in Los Angeles between the Dodgers and the Giants. They were tied at two apiece going into the eighth inning. Buster Posey hits a three-run home run, so they take a 5-2 to two lead. Then Austin Barnes of the Dodgers comes back, follows up with a three-run homer of his own in the bottom of the eighth, and now we're tied up at five apiece. We go to extra innings. Kenley Jansen ends up giving it up, and eventually the Giants come away with an 8-5 victory in extras. Padres, they score seven runs in the top of the 11. Talk about a crazy finish. They come away with a 10-3 victory over Houston. They are 7-0 in interleague play so far, they being the Padres. Kyle Lewis went deep for Seattle in a victory over Texas. Oakland beating the Angels 3-1. And in the NHL, a Game 7, Las Vegas made light work of the Wild, 6-2 with a victory in their Game 7 first-round matchup. Back to Jonas Knox. Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in, we'll call it 12 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, something is apparently back. Um, it is very popular, extremely popular, one of the most popular in its fields. It apparently is back, and I could not care less. I could not care less. We will tell you what that is coming up here uh, That uh, in about 12 minutes from now on FSR. So I am shocked, absolutely stunned. If you would have given me any amount of money, any amount of money, at no point, would I have said, oh, yeah, for sure, the Celtics are going to win game three? I didn't think, not even a remote possibility. Not even, and it's not even from a, from a gambling standpoint, but it's more just a psychology, like a psychology standpoint. All right, every, like we've, we've all done this. I mean, I am, I am a, a gym rat or a workout rat. I, I, don't, I don't go to the gym. I actually work out at home, but I, I work out rat. So I do minimum five days a week. Um, mostly six, um, including cardio and weight and all the other stuff. And who cares? But I, I do that and I do it because, you know, I, I just I have this guilt. If I don't do it, I feel like I, I've started my day off on the wrong foot, whatever. It's my own mental issues that I got to work through. But nonetheless, I've had times where in my younger days where I've talked myself into not going to the gym, where I, I've, I've given myself an out. Or if somebody tells you, you know, like, hey, you know, maybe you don't need to do this. And all of a sudden, even though your intention was to was to get something done, then you kind of talk yourself into it. You procrastinate, whatever the case, whether it's homework when you were a kid, you get some homework, your teacher tells you, yeah, it's not due until, you know, the 31st and it's the 20th. Next thing you know, it's the 30th and you still haven't done it because they gave you that that out. They gave you an out and you take it. And it felt to me like the Celtics had their out. I mean, you got Jason Tatum talking about, well, you know, the quick turnaround from the bubble and, you know, uh, Jalen Brown is out and all the other things that are going along with it. And they're just overmatched and they were competitive early in game one and then they just ran out of gas and then game two, they got blown out. And then they come back game three. You give me any amount of money. I would have said no chance they win that game. Not even a remote possibility. And they did. They I, and I, I was shocked. Because I just felt like that was a team that was exhausted. And you could say whatever you want about the bubble. You can say, well, you know, uh, uh, it, it, it's over with and it's, it's history. And all. I mean, we don't know. I mean, that was a weird experience for everybody. Maybe there are still lingering effects of it. The Lakers, it, it felt like at times this year, and even in game one, there were lingering effects from it. I felt like there were times for Denver, lingering effects. Look at Miami. Miami's a shell of themselves. A, a, a shell of themselves. I mean, Tyler Hero turned into Tyler Thigpen. 
not in the bubble. So this, we, there could be lingering effects about it. But if you would have asked me, going into game threes, all the game threes, which am I most confident about? I would have said 100% Brooklyn was going to be Boston. And Brooklyn was up early. And if you would have asked me, and, and we were talking about it on Straight Out of Vegas on Friday with RJ Bell, and I said, if the Celtics go down big early, I think it's a wrap. And they were down by a bunch early and dug back into the game, got it done, Tatum had a 50-burger, and they played well enough and, and, and made it happen at home. Credit to them. I did not see that happening whatsoever at all. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, all right, coming up next, there is, a, um, there is the return of something. It is something very, very popular. I don't understand it. I don't know why you guys like it, but apparently this is big, big news. We will have that for you here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming up in, uh, we'll call it 15 minutes from now here on FSR, top of next hour. There is a, uh, there's an NFL story that I'm just about over, just about tired of it, uh, but there is somebody to blame for why this story is where it's at. We will actually uh, play that blame game coming up here, uh, top of next hour here on FSR. Before we get to another edition of Do You Care, uh, I came up with a phenomenal gift idea. Now, this has probably been done by somebody somewhere else. I don't even know why I thought of it, but uh, I've always thought lotto tickets are a great gift, all right, because you give somebody hope, right? You give somebody uh, just a a stack of lotto tickets, and you got to be very strategic about it. You got to get them from the same roll, so that way you increase the odds of of somebody actually winning because it's it's all from the same roll. But lotto scratchers are a fun ticket. It's fun. Because even if somebody just wins like $4 and a couple of extra tickets, you can say, well, it's not their fault they only gave you $4 and a couple extra tickets for your birthday or whatever it is. Like, you know, you give them opportunity. There's hope. You know, maybe you win big. So lotto scratchers are a great gift. Here's another one that I, that I discovered on Friday. It was my buddy's birthday. And I was th- thinking, of, all right, what do I want to get? I want to surprise him with something. Perfect gift. Buy him a cooler. Now, because it's the holiday weekend, coolers, you can get them on sale. There's a lot of people, you're having a barbecue, you need a cooler. Because it's the holiday weekend, there's a lot of coolers on sale. But buy them a cooler. It's not expensive at all. And fill it up with ice and beer. And just drop it off of their front door. And ring the doorbell, and you could do something graphic on the, uh, the camera, whatever, like I did. But whatever the case may be, just... Cooler full of beer, fill it with ice, drop it on their front door, and then walk away. They'll thank you for it. Phenomenal gift idea. Uh, You're welcome. If you think the gift sucks, you can call me a piece of crap some more on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Right now, though, it's time for this. There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? I don't care. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Bo Benson, to find out what the hell people have been talking about. Bo? All right, Jonas. So uh, the family of a former White Sox employee named, uh, her first name was Loretta she sold beer and hot dogs at the stadium for more than 60 years. Uh, they're upset with the team because they changed the name of an area dedicated to her to La Russa's Lounge. <laughs> Do you care about this one? 
Yeah, I do. Because why? Well, I love why it. Was it. Why did Tony Larusa was that like in his contract? He said, uh, you know, listen, I know I've got I've had issues, uh, you know, uh, uh, bending the elbow and getting behind the wheel, but uh, you know, if there if there's an opportunity for a lounge, can I have my name on it? Like, I don't understand why was the move made, Bo? Yeah, that's uh, they they said. Um, a space that had been named after La Russa for many seasons re- was relocated to the current area on the 100 level during the 2020 season um, when they had no fans. So, yeah. yeah I mean, kind of, kind of sucks. You know? I mean, it's like, like why, why does Tony La Russa need that? Like, well, like, you know what he needs? He needs an Uber. That's what yeah. He needs, why? Why right? would you name a, a something associated with alcohol after Tony Larusa? <laughs> it's just, it's just the whole, the, the whole Tony Larusa experience is weird. And the White Sox have been good this year. I just, I, it, the whole thing is, is, is crazy. Uh, next, uh, Titans defensive back Janoris Jenkins, who uh, has made seventy three million dollars in his career, uh, had his Rolls Royce stolen from the economy lot. <laughs> After he left it parked at Hartsfield Jackson International uh, Airport in Atlanta, <laughs> do you care? Yeah, I, what are you doing? And dude? that's the way. Uh huh. Uh huh. I, I like, like it. Okay, now what is the what's the so the economy lot is what that's like the uncovered lot. Yeah, is, I is think that, okay. That's the that's the Rob Parker lot right there. Oh, okay, of course. Well, I mean, of course it is. Uh, and, and he'll haggle about the price when he gets to the uh, to the exit as Rob well. Rob Parker. Uh, Oh come I'm the on, king. Oh come on! I was here ten hours, not ten and a half. Um, here's uh, here's the my thought on this. The what is the difference in price between the economy and the more secure lot? Because it can't be more than like six, seven bucks, right? A night? Yeah, I mean, I, it can't be. I couldn't imagine, especially not when you've made as much money as Janoris Jenkins. For for your Rolls Royce of all cars, yeah, and and plus everybody knows this that, that if you're going on a work trip and you know your company's paying for it, that's when you splurge on the nicer parking because it's not coming out of your pocket. So so yeah, hey, you know, uh, normally I would you know take a shuttle uh, to the airport, but since the company's paying for it, I'll park closer and, and and get nicer parking. And it feels like this is um this is a major mistake uh, and one that I'll never make again. Next. A Wayne Gretzky Oilers rookie card sold for a record $3.75 million at a private sale. Uh, it was graded as a gem mint 10, breaking the previous record for the same card at $1.29 million. Do you care? I'd no, buy that I for a dollar. I, I, I don't I absolutely care. don't. No, I, I, don't, I don't get this trade. All of a sudden, trading cards are popular again. Like, like all of a sudden... Listen, man, I had trading cards when I was a kid. I, I've got a folder somewhere. It's like all like 1990s NFL players and, and, and baseball players and Don Russ and Upper Deck. And, I, and it was cool. And you buy sleeves and you see how much they're worth. So you get a price guide. All of that is awesome. But the older you get, what's the point? What are you going to do? Like, Do you put a stick on the end of it and then turn it into a back scratcher? Like, what is the point? Like, you're staring at this card. You're paying millions of dollars for it. I don't understand it. Doesn't make any sense to me. Next. The uh, the NFL has a new highest paid long snapper. Uh, the Bills inked Reed Ferguson to a new three-year deal, which includes a uh, $675,000 signing bonus. Do you care? Yeah, man. Listen. Uh, oh, yeah, long snappers it, yeah. can last in the NFL for a long, long time if they're good at their job. And it is a high-pressure situation. Uh, it's something that never gets the the recognition it, it probably deserves. But those guys, look, there, there's a lot of people. Uh, I, I know this uh, for, for a fact. There's a lot of kids in high school who are offensive linemen who are maybe not you know the most gifted. They'll start working on their snaps 
because they know if I can get a scholarship to a school just from being a long snapper, then they'll try and make it happen. I think it was the Panthers just drafted a long snapper out of Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. So I love this story. Next. All right, not sure if you heard about this one. Uh, there's a small family-owned business here in Los Angeles. They just extended their lease at Staples Center for a further 20 years. Uh, of course, talking about the uh, the Lakers. <laughs> Do you care about this one? Um, not really. Don't give yeah. up. All right, you, you, you know what I you know what I care about. I was thinking about that. I, we were talking. Uh, I was filling in uh, uh, for uh, Clay Travis earlier this week uh, with Brady Quinn, and we were talking with Petros Papadakis of AM five seventy LA Sports. And I was like, hey, man, what, the last thing you saw at Staples Center, because the last thing I saw was a Tool concert. I can't remember the last actual game I saw there. Next. Uh, the internet was set ablaze earlier this week as the cast of Friends reunited for a special on HBO Max to reminisce on the series and its history. Do you care? I don't no. care. I'm oh leaving. Goodbye. I've never seen one episode of Friends. I've never like and, and, and listen, you're, this is coming from somebody who has no friends. I'm telling you right now, I couldn't give a crap less about that crummy show. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places What's up, I'm John Wall And I'm CJ Toledano and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game 
Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my (laughs) There is a major story in the NFL that has now taken on a tone that I am slowly becoming tired of. We will get into that here coming up just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on every single one of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. We appreciate you making us a part of your Memorial Day weekend. And we're going to take you all the way up until 6 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. So um, I like to attribute uh, credit um, where credit is due. So if there's ever a story, uh, a report that out. I never want to just, you know, repeat the report without giving credit to the writer because I, I think that's unfair. Whether it's an ESPN reporter, we talked about a report from Diana Rossini earlier, or whoever, I always want to make sure I give credit to them. The problem with this, though, is that I don't remember who said this. I heard it somewhere, and I do not remember who said this, so I want to apologize in advance. And if this was your quote and you're the one who came up with this, then I'm sorry. Uh, I would love to attribute it to you, but but please accept my apology um, uh, for, for not having your name at the top of my head because I, I just can't – I cannot think of who came up with this. But there was a great quote, and it said, a hammer is either a tool or a weapon. It depends on how you use it. So when you have a hammer, it's either used to build something or it's used to break something down. It just depends on how you use it. And I've always felt the same thing about social media. Social media, it's like a hammer. You can use it as a tool or you can use it to break things down and break stuff and and be destructive. It just depends on how you use it. Here's why I say that. I've got Aaron Rodgers fatigue, and it's still May. Like, like, we're not even at June, and I've got Aaron Rodgers fatigue, okay? Uh, he is a first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the greatest quarterback talents that we've ever seen, um, Super Bowl champion, resume, all that stuff. Like, it, fun to watch. Um, it can make every throw. All of that stuff. First round ta- Hall of Famer, first ballot Hall of Famer. No doubt about it. Not even a debate. Five years after he retires, that guy's going into the Hall of Fame. They've probably already got his bust etched in Canton, Ohio, and he's ready to go. This is a franchise-changing story on multiple levels. 
a friend. I mean, we're talking, look, if he gets dealt, you know, the Packers and turning to Jordan Love or depending on where he goes, is that team a Super Bowl contender? And we, we've never seen this before with this sort of – like all the – there is so much to this Aaron Rodgers potential uh, wanting out of Green Bay. There's so much there. And what's the latest detail on the story? Uh, Aaron Rodgers is partying in Hawaii with Miles Teller and their fiancés and wives. Uh, Aaron Rodgers cliff diving. Uh, look, uh, Miles Teller with a with a with a funny joke on Twitter about uh, being the Packers and so. Like Jesus Christ, what are we doing here? Like I give a rip about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, playing the banjo and singing some crappy Taylor Swift song? What? Like, like that, that, these are the latest details on the potential Aaron Rodgers departure from Green Bay. One of the greatest quarterback talents we've ever seen. A franchise-altering decision uh, depending on where he goes and who he's leaving. And the latest we've got is, hey, check out Aaron Rodgers, uh, who's, uh, who, uh, who tied his hair back because he thinks he's Antonio Banderas' stunt double while he sings some garbage Taylor Swift song. What? And you know who's to blame? Social media. It's the weapon. Could have been a tool. This could be a tool. All right, the, 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 we, we could use this to actually look at stories. And instead, it's turned into a weapon. Like, I, I never grew tired of the Dak Prescott contract talk at all. Because I thought it, there were so many different aspects to it. And it was always about, is he worth the money? Does Dallas pay him the money? Uh, you know, Jerry Jones is saying this. Uh, Jerry Jones is on, uh, making a, uh, doing the rounds in the media about this. Uh, Dak Prescott wants this. He hired his agent for this. I never grew tired of that story. Never. And that was a big story. And, and look, it got us through COVID as well, too. I mean, come on, man. The, the Dak Prescott, it was evergreen. You could, you could recycle that bad boy when there was no sports going on. So it saved a lot of people in sports talk radio, myself included. I mean, like, I, I got tired of talking about Tiger King, all right? If, if I want to talk about drug addicts, uh, I'll watch behind the music. So, like, you know, the Dak Prescott, I never grew tired of it. This one, though, man, I got fatigue. And it's like... Because of this entire treatment on social media, it, it is over the top. Over, I do not care that Aaron Rodgers is on vacation in Maui. And what is he trying to say to the Green Bay Packers? Uh, I don't know that he's a bad singer. But I, I, I don't know that he, that he likes bad music. I, I, don't, I don't know that he grew his hair out, that he's going cliff diving. Uh, that, that, that he parties with my, like, I don't know. Like, what, 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 it has nothing to do with anything. I've got fatigue, all right? I blame social media. This is an opportunity for them to build something, and instead they're ruining it. They're ruining a juicy story that we could have hold, held on to for months and months and kept my interest the entire time, and they've done a ton of damage this past week. I'm telling you right now, I don't need to know whether or not Aaron Rodgers is wearing board shorts with his ass hanging out while he's jumping off a cliff in Hawaii. I don't care. <sighs> Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. All right. Here's another thing I, I want to please uh, address. 
I had mentioned this last week, and if you had asked me last week, this is where the the next layer of this was going to go. Um, I, I I would have I would have said no way, not buying it. So a week ago, I noticed that during the Warriors' final game, the game they lost to the Grizzlies, the play-in tournament game, that fans were leaving. And I thought to myself, dude, you've been locked in the house for months. Why the hell are you leaving? I know your team's losing, but why leave? You just got allowed out of the house. I mean, there were, there were people that like, took up you know, cooking sourdough bread because they were so bored at home. You finally get out of the house. You get to a game. It's a great game. You're seeing Steph Curry in all his glory, and, and you want to leave early? I, I get it. Traffic's a real thing. Tell me about it, man. I live in L.A. I understand what traffic is. I get it. But come on. You've been locked in the house. So, so I didn't understand that aspect of fan behavior. It didn't make any sense to me. And then we get to the actual playoff games, and you got – one guy dumping popcorn on somebody. You got somebody else spitting on a player. And then you got uh, other fans that have been ejected because they're yelling at another player's mom. Like, like what, what is, what's going on here? All right, let, let's, try and, let's try and identify what the issue is here. All right, now, if you want to make excuses for all of these fans, the only logical excuse is, well, it's been so long since I've been out, I'm not sure, quite sure how to act. Say, so, okay. All right, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, it seems seems a little bit far-fetched, but uh, you know, you haven't been out in public or socialized with anybody, so maybe it's a little bit awkward. Uh, you know, I mean, it's uh, you know, maybe it, maybe this is a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, you know, you're you're not quite sure how to behave, your your mannerisms, you know, your timing is a little bit off. All of that seems seems a little bit, uh, you know, uh, understandable. Um, I mean, it's n- not excusing uh, why you would spit at somebody or uh, throw popcorn or call somebody's mom a bee or whatever the case may be. But if you want to go there, that's fine. But it also just goes back to the point I was making last week. Like, why would you want, of all the times in in sports. And everybody is guilty of this at some point to where you take going to a game for granted. Everybody's guilty of it. It's why I've never been upset when an NBA star sits out of a game. When fans go, you know, my money pays for your contracts and I bought a ticket and I expected to see these, this player and this player. And that. I never gave players crap for it because I don't go there demanding to see the best players you got. I go there just with the expectation that, hey, man, there's no guarantees. I mean, a guy could get hurt in pregame warmups, and I'm not going to get to see him play. It sucks. But the fact that I'm able to actually go to a game and experience a game in person, I really enjoy that. And so I'm not going to take it for take it for granted. I'm, I'm just I'm not going to I'm not going to get spoiled about it. Of all the times that we should all welcome, appreciate, and not take for granted being able to go to a sporting event, now's that time. Like, now is the time where we should really appreciate being able to go out. Like, the first time you went back into a restaurant, didn't you just kind of look around and go, man, I miss this. This is cool. Like, being able to sit, not having to clean up the mess, being able to order, interact, you know, get out of the house. Like, this is nice. Like, it makes you appreciate it that much more. You probably treated your servers better. You probably treated uh, uh, the, the hostess better, the staff, everybody. You treated them better. Yet, we get to these NBA playoff games, and you got fans spitting on a player. What the hell's wrong with you guys? Like, like what, what are you doing? 
You get you get jazz fans yelling at, at John Morant's family. Why? Like some guy dumps his popcorn on Russell Westbrook after he twists it. What are you doing? Like now, I mean, you know, look, it could be worse. It could have been nacho cheese or like, uh, you know, relish or something like that. So, I mean, it's just popcorn. You know, dust it off. It's a little bit of salt, you know, whatever, some butter maybe. But like, I don't understand. Like, what do you do? Like now is the time where you should appreciate all of those things that maybe we maybe without even knowing it took for granted before. Now's the time you should appreciate it. And then you get these nimrods that show up to these games and they do this crap. I, I don't look, you deserve to be banned for life. Uh, there's been some discussion as to whether or not, you know, you should have to deal with those players in person. I think that would be a lot of fun. I would actually like to broadcast that and commentate it. Uh, I, I will actually uh, offer my free services to commentate Russell Westbrook versus the guy that dumped the popcorn on him. Just letting you know, longtime fight fan, never actually called a boxing match, but I would uh, would like to do blow-by-blow uh, blow, uh, commentary on that if it's possible. I'm not Jim Lampley. I'm not even close to Jim Lampley, but I'd like to be in the room for that. But it's like... Man, you just got all of this back, and this is what we do on the opening weekend of it. Doesn't make any sense to me. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Up next, there is a player in the world of sports who has gone from really, really good to superstar. I'll tell you who that is next here on FSR. We don't need to bring Jonas in. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in, uh, we'll call it 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we've got another edition of Guess That Garbage. If you've never heard the game show before, it is the number one rated NFL trivia show anywhere on weekend overnights. And there's some stiff competition for that award, uh, which says something about how great the game actually is. Uh, Guess That Garbage coming up 10 minutes from now. If you want to be a part of it, 877-99 on Fox. The phone number 877-996-6369. If you you've got the guts if you think you know the national football league if you've been watching and and following along uh nfl stories over the past several days this should not be an issue whatsoever but for some reason you guys continue to struggle week after week with this game so guess that garbage coming up uh in 10 minutes from now on fsr 877-99 on fox 877-996-6369 operators are standing by guess that garbage is yours coming up here 10 minutes from now Um, um, so the Atlanta Hawks have taken a two games to one series lead over the New York Knicks. Um, I think it was obvious after game one and look, Charles Barkley made the point. I think he was spot on. Atlanta's just got better players. I mean, they're just more talented. The Knicks are a great story. They're about grit. They're about defense. And Tom Thibodeau's done a great job. And Julius Randle's struggling right now. And it's great to have the Knicks back in the postseason. And MSG was a blast to watch on television. Ton of fun. Atlanta's got better players. They just do. They got better players. And so Atlanta's got a two games to one series lead after they take care of business in game three on Friday night. And uh, Trey Young, uh, the, uh, the stud for the Atlanta Hawks, he spoke with the media afterwards trying to find that identity and uh i think tonight showed a lot of it i mean the way we play with that that fast pace and guys everywhere being able to shoot make plays you got 
big big men who are running the floor, blocking shots, getting dunks. It's uh, definitely a way we want to be uh, be recognized and definitely um, want to have that type of mentality in every game. And hopefully this, this place is a tough place to play for, for a lot of teams. There's a lot of uh, conversation about his treatment in New York at Madison Square Garden. Um, you know, getting spit on. I mean, who the hell does that? I don't know. Like, you know, what are you, a camel? Like, I think camels spit. Do camels spit, by the way? Does anybody know that behind the scenes? Uh, all right, let's go live to our uh, uh, Do Camels Spit insider, Chris Perfett, for the latest. Chris? They are infamous for spitting, yes. All right. Yeah, all right. So apparently somebody wants to be a camel uh, and and spit at Trey Young. Uh, but whatever the case may be, um, just, he gets spat on. You know, people are making fun of his hair, you know, because he's balding, which isn't nice. I mean, like, like that's his choice. You know, I mean, come on. Um, but, they, but they're busting his balls. Or, you know, they're, they're really getting on him. And so the treatment of him, you can look at that and go, man, that sucks for Trey Young. It sucks that they're going there. It sucks that they're, they're saying those things. It sucks that he's getting spit on. You know who shouldn't be upset at all about the treatment of Trey Young at all? Trey Young... And anybody in Trey Young's camp, this could ultimately be what makes him a superstar. Think about Reggie Miller's career. Reggie Miller's a Hall of Famer, all right? Hall of Famer. If you ask nine out of ten people on the street, when you think of Reggie Miller, what's the first thing you think of? Nine out of ten, if not ten out of ten, are going to tell you, Oh, his feud with Knicks fans and Spike Lee at Madison Square Garden. I, that's going to be the first thing you think of when you think of Reggie Miller. That feud and those performances at Madison Square Garden put him on, on the map. Like, put, put him at another level. Like, nobody, nobody talks about, well, Reggie Miller never won a championship. Like, nobody brings that up. You know what they do bring up? Man... They were getting on him big time at MSG, and he shut them the hell up. Like the the choking sign, like all of like that is the first thing you think of when you think of Reggie Miller, and it's like that in in pro wrestling. They always tell you, and re- they call it heat, and they say you want you want to get heat from the crowd, and heat from the crowd is me. It means you want to get them to get mad at you. And so there's heat in which you can get a crowd to be mad at you and you can make fun of their sports team and you can make fun of, you know, their local town or their or their or their fans or whatever. And that's, you know, that's the easy thing to do. But then there's the type of heat that you rarely get where they start throwing things in the ring. And you talk to any professional wrestler and they'll tell you that's the type of heat you want. If you can get them to act and behave in that manner, that's what you want to do. Ric Flair, a legend, tells this great story where back in the day, he was wrestling a guy by, by the name of Dusty Rhodes. And there was a spot where in Dusty's, you know, in, in a territory where Dusty Rhodes was really popular, they were inside a steel cage. And Ric Flair quote-unquote, broke Dusty Rhodes' leg with a chair. Put his leg in the chair, stepped on it, whatever it was, broke Dusty's leg. Fans were so upset and were so hot that they started charging the cage. And it got so out of hand that the guys that Ric Flair was wrestling against ended up teaming up with Ric Flair to fight fans 
who jumped. They lost their when Hulk Hogan turned turned uh, into a bad guy into a heel, and and uh, and and joined the end of it. There were people throwing stuff in the ring. It was total. Ca- That's the type of stuff that changes and lets you know I'm on another level. Like if I can generate that type of reaction, if I can if I can get to that level, that's the level where I can I can take my brand and what I do to a completely another level, to to, to a, a much higher level, a place where I never would have gotten, I never would have gotten it before. Trey Young getting those fans at Madison Square Garden, as rabid as they are, to cheer the things and chant the things that they were doing to spit on him may seem like a terrible moment, may seem like an awful situation for Trey Young. I'm telling you right now, this series against the Knicks, if Trey Young wants to, if you were to ask Trey Young, the basketball player, how long do you want this series to go? He'll tell you, I want it over in five. You ask Trey Young, the brand, how long do I want this series to go? He'll tell you, I want it to go seven because that's going to give me four opportunities to play in front of that crowd. And watch, mark my words, this will take Trey Young to another level. I think it already has. And when you think about Trey Young in the future, you're going to think about his feud with Knicks fans at Madison Square Garden. This is a glorious opportunity for Trey Young. The spit's ridiculous. The, the stuff they were chanting is ridiculous. But big picture, I think this is an awesome opportunity for Trey Young. I think he's going to be a superstar because of what's happened in this series thus far. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, 877-99-ON-FOX is the phone number. That is an important number, and here's why. Every single week here on Fox Sports Radio, we play a game called Guess That Garbage. It is NFL trivia. It's basic NFL trivia. These aren't difficult questions at all whatsoever, and for whatever reason, you guys are awful at it. Like, you're NFL fans. You're listening to this show. You're an NFL fan. Right? You're not listening to the show because you love our banter about whether or not camels spit. You're listening to this show because you are an NFL fan, and you guys are terrible at this. Just brutal. So if you think you know the NFL, if you've got the guts, if you've got the balls, and you want to try and be a star on national radio, 877-99-ON-FOX is the phone number, 877-996-6369. Guess that garbage is yours next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Kevin Figures. All right, and the Clippers are facing not necessarily a must-win, but you certainly don't want to go down 3 nothing. and their superstar came through in a big way as Kawhi Leonard scored 36 points on 13 of 17 shooting as he led the Clippers to a 118-108 victory over the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas's lead in that series is now two games to one. Elsewhere, you had Jason Tatum scoring 50 points for Boston. They would outduel Brooklyn 125-119, to dropping the Nets' lead in the series to two 
games to one. Julius Randle of the Knicks, as Jonas was just talking about in that series against Atlanta, Randle just 2 of 15 from the field, scored 14 points as the Hawks took a 2-1 to series lead with a 105-94 victory. Seven players on the Atlanta Hawks scored in double figures, including Trey Young, who had 21 points and 14 assists. In Major League Baseball, the Giants scored three runs in the 10th inning to beat the Dodgers 8-5 in Los Angeles. The Cardinals got home runs from Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado and a victory over Arizona. Fernando Tatis Jr. with a home run as the Padres defeated the Astros. Red Sox with a victory in six innings over the Marlins 5-2 as Alex Verdugo hit a three-run home run. In hockey, Las Vegas with a victory over Minnesota in Game 7 of their first-round series by the score of 6-2. Back to Jonas Knox. Thanks, Kev. Uh, by the way, my bo is off the charts. Oh yeah, a- absolutely. I-, I don't get. I don't understand. Uh, it's not like I don't shower. It's not like I don't put deodorant on. It's not like it's just my like, back so, is drenched in sweat. Yeah, somebody's got to figure it out. It's. It, I don't know. I just. I get so worked up that I just. I just. I have to smell. I don't know what it is. Now, is it one of those? Did you grab a shirt from the wrong pile? Did that. Did that no. get you? No, and you know what it is like. My like my bo has got a distinct odor. Like yeah. it's you ever you, you oh, had yeah. um, remember Tina's microwave burritos remember those <laughs> unfortunately too well yeah okay yeah it's like that it's like look if you grew up and uh, you know and money was hard to come by mm-hmm. that Tina's microwave burritos oh yeah. Were the go-to because well, they like would be like seventy-nine cents or something. Yeah, it was. even like sometimes they would have it on, on sale where they'd be like you know five for a dollar, right? So it'd be twenty cents or four for a dollar. Right. But Tina's microwave burritos um, were, were like a go-to uh, in the Knox household because there wasn't a lot of money. We had a lot of kids, and it was just easy. Throw them in the microwave, um, you know, heat them up, and, and you're ready to go. It's like, I mean, like I it, like every time I lift my arms up. To just you know whatever like uh, whatever I'm doing every time I lift my arms up it's like a, a blast from the past I'm like oh god is that the be- is that the beef and bean like is that is that the uh, the, the brown wrapper uh, Tina burrito there like it j- it smells like Tina's burritos I don't understand it it's am I making this up this is 100 percent honesty I'm bearing my soul and my odor to Kevin Figures here on the air it's weird. Well, I mean, as much as I appreciate you as a friend and coworker, uh, don't come close to me. (laughs) Yeah. Now, listen, uh, that why do you think I'm in the other studio? Yeah. I mean, like, I I mean, if I wanted to, I could, but I I refuse to do it. It's it's quite all right. You know, (laughs) I'll I'll gladly pass. But by the way, since you brought up the Tino's the Tina's burritos. Yeah. Now, which was your go to? You mentioned the the brown bag with the the beef and bean. Now, I was a bean and cheese guy, the orange package. Which So were you a beef and bean guy? All right. I I went the uh, the brown wrapper. I went the beef and bean. uh, But when when I got older, the green wrapper, the green chili was my go to. I never got around to that one. My sister used to like the the green chili. I was never into that one. Yeah. That and then the the red hot uh, Tina's burritos. Mm -hmm. Um. you know that was some sour cream. Oh yeah, like that that was always the, uh, the the good one as well too. Well, the sour cream was a must, regardless. Yeah, and and I remember my older brother used to have the Tina burritos. Uh, he would have the the brown wrapper, and he would put Tabasco on it. Like that Ooh. was always like a th- yeah. So, God man, t- t- man, we gotta have a Tina's burritos party. Hey, I'm all that. for it. I don't That's know if your should... stomach is ready for it at this point, Jonas. It's no, been a while no, no since chance. You... <laughs> oh, no chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One sock would be a different color than the other. I yeah, can I'm sure. You. It would not. It would not go well. Uh, I think that's. I think that should be or the hors d'oeuvre at your wedding, Kev. I, I think oh, Tina's burritos okay. should be the hors d'oeuvre. And look, you're going to save so much money by going the Tina burrito. Route. I like the way you think, Jonas. This Tell is excellent. How about that? All Something right. tells me that the uh, the fiance probably wouldn't uh, share your sentiments, but 
You know, no. she can be convinced. You know, no. she probably hasn't had a Tina's burrito. That's why. No, because she likes she's she's Mexican, so they like the authentic <laughs> stuff. They they look down on that. that. That's like that's beneath them. You know what I mean? It's like you, you ask somebody in Australia, "Hey, do you drink Fosters?" Oh God, no! Like they would never be caught dead with a Fosters. But you know, for us, you know, it's a it's a, it's a big deal. That's what we think of. Exactly. So. Uh, all right. Um, I don't know what we accomplished there, but Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, it is time for something we do on the show called this. Oh my God. What the hell is that smell? These two teams flat out stink. Stinks. It always has stunk. He stinks. He stinks. He stunk. Welcome to the party, baby. How's that? It's Guess That Garbage. And away we go here on Fox Sports Radio. We're going to go around the country and see who wants to be a part of the hottest NFL trivia show anywhere in the land. And we will get things started in Washington, where Emmett is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Emmett, what the hell do you want, man? <laughs> What's up, Jonas? How you doing? Okay, listen, I, I, I told you this before. You're not Emmett. You're blind Seahawks fan. So, so why uh... is this... Uh... What are we doing here? I'm just going to, you know, every other week, I'm just going to rotate my name just to mess with you because you said it's Emmett last week. So I was like, if I told Bo Emmett, I usually tell him Bond Seahawks fan, and they put it as Emmett. Okay, yeah, you're right. I got that confused. All right, that's my (laughs) fault. All right, yeah, you're back to Emmett, uh, so we will call you Emmett. Um, So you're hanging out. Hey, um, Jonas, I got a question, though, about the Tina's burritos. I'm a young guy, you know this. Are are they still around? Because I've had, like, some burritos in a package before, like, the, be- yeah, the bean oh, and yeah. cheese ones stink out loud. They suck. Yeah, no, no. They're, they're still around. The Tina's burritos are still around. Go to the supermarket. Uh, in yep. fact, anybody that's at a supermarket right now, send a picture on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. The Tina's burritos. Where's that uh, are, dog are, shop are, guy, Angel? Yeah, they're very, uh, very, very uh, alive and well. Uh, all right, yeah. so Emmett, uh, Emma, you want to play this game? Of course. All right, so here's the question I have for you. So Julio Jones, obviously the drama there. Is he going to get traded? Is he going to be an Atlanta Falcon? My question for you is this. Three players on the Falcons had more catches than Julio Jones last season. Name one of them. Uh, Hayden Hurst. Look at you. Emmett and Washington. Just bang, bang. Did not even waiting around. Emmett and Washington, that is correct. Hayden Hurst is one of them. Also, Russell Gage and Calvin Ridley would have been uh, acceptable answers as well, too. Uh, so you guys are on the board here. Off to a hot start on uh, Guess That Garbage. Uh, all right, let's uh, next go to Hubert, who is in Wisconsin, listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Hubert, what's happening? Hey, Foxy Maxi, what's up, baby? Long time no talk. Jesus. How's Dan um, Byer treating you? Um, Hubert, uh, there's something going on with your phone, man. Yeah, well, I'm on the can right now. Can you hear me? All right, we're going we're gonna to have to let uh, Hubert go. Um, listen, Hubert, I, look, I, I wanted to continue the call, but it sounded like, uh, you know, uh, you were uh, calling from, a, uh, like, a stove, and there was something cooking, and uh, you were putting the phone next to it. It just sounded like it was simmering the entire time. So uh, we go to uh, Sean in Minnesota with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Sean, what's happening? Hey, how much? How you doing? Good. What are you doing, Sean? Driving home from work. All right. That's cool. Where do you work? Uh... For a police department, I'm on what was the name of? Hey, listen, I got you. All good. Listen, all good. Uh, you know, uh, no, no, we don't need to. Uh, we don't want to go down that road or get anybody in trouble. So that is all good. Uh, now, here's the uh, the question I have for you. It's actually a true or false. Um, so the Julio Jones, we mentioned the drama there. Is he going to be an Atlanta Falcon, et cetera, et cetera? True or false? 
Julio Jones has never caught double-digit touchdowns in a season. True. That is incorrect. It's close. Oh. It's close. He did it one time his second season. He caught 10 touchdown uh, uh, passes. But other than that, he is not anybody who plays fantasy football knows this. He's not exactly known for a lot of touchdown catches in his career. So that is uh, that is incorrect. Uh, all right. Next up here, uh, we go to James in Minnesota here on Fox Sports Radio. James, what's happening? What's going on? Big guy, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? James from Minnesota. That's James Bernardo Ramirez. All right. I love the energy. It sounds like you're cutting a promo. What's happening, James? What's going on? Nah, bro, I'm mixing the regular Mountain Dew because I'm diabetic with the regular energy drink. Called the monster. Can I, and hey, James? One, James, James, let me ask you a question because I'm not a doctor, but I would imagine that Mountain Dew is probably not um, on the recommendations list when you're a diabetic. Just, so it's not on the health remedy. What are you going to do, sue me? I listen, man. Look, it's, it's your your body, your choice. Do what you got to do. I just, uh, you know, I, Mountain Dew seems like it's full of a lot of sugar, and that wouldn't be uh, the most ideal thing for a diabetic. But hey, listen, what the hell do I know? I, I, I mean, honest to God, I, I eat raw bell peppers. Like, what do what do I know? Uh, all right, so James, here's the uh, here's the question I have for you. So uh, there's a lot of Tim Tebow comparisons. Um, a lot of uh, you know, there's a lot of people talking about Tim Tebow being uh, the next Taysom. Hill, et cetera, et cetera. My question for you is this. Who has more career touchdowns, Tim Tebow or Taysom Hill? Chase Keenan. Jesus Christ. Uh, that is incorrect. Uh, all right. What the hell is going Was he? Was he farting or? I don't even. Never mind. Uh, the correct answer is Tim Tebow. Uh, believe it or not. All this talk about uh, Tim Tebow and Taysom Hill. It. Tim Tebow's got more career touchdown passes than Taysom Hill does. Just little, just letting you know. Just letting everybody know out there. Uh, all right. Uh, next up, we go to Mitchell in Ohio here on Fox Sports Radio. Mitchell, what's happening? Hey, what's up, Jonas? Uh, just hanging out, man. You tossing papers? You grinding? Oh, yeah. Ordering, but... Hey, my man, uh, the hardest working man. Uh, you call in all the time. We appreciate the hustle, man, and uh, and you're busting your ass, and I respect it. Uh, now, here's my um, my question for you. So, Brandon Jacobs, uh, he talked about wanting to make a a comeback as a D end, the former running back in the NFL. My question for you is this: What two teams did Brandon Jacobs play for during his time as a running back in the league? I know one of them was the Giants. I think the other one might have been the Raiders. I'll give you a hint. NFC West. Uh, Arizona? Mm, that's close. No, that's incorrect. The 49ers. Uh, the 49ers were the other one. He had a uh, just a quick stop there with the uh, 49ers that Brandon Jacobs did. And finally, we go to our guy, Cowboy in Windsor here on Fox Sports Radio. Cowboy, what's happening? Oh, nothing much. I lost my cousin, uh, Star Sergeant uh, Stanley Bayless, to cancer 12 years ago today. Yesterday, one of my favorite all-time WWE wrestlers, Kamal the Ugandan headhunter, was 71. And former Major League uh, MLB is uh, John Blue Moon Odom and, and, uh, 
uh, Eric the Red Davis is 76 and 59, respectively. Sir Edmund Hillary and his uh, Sherpa guide Tenzing Norgay were the first two men to climb Mount Everest 68 years ago today. And 38 days later, I was born and former longtime uh, MLB uh, stolen base leader and, and later manager Max Carey died 45 years ago tomorrow at age 86. Well, listen, uh, Cowboy, I uh, hope you're feeling better. Uh, oh, I am, you- sir. Good. Well, that's uh, that makes me happy. Now, Cowboy, I have a question for you. Okay. Um, all right. So Adam Vinatieri retired, uh, the uh, great kicker, the longtime NFL kicker. My question for you is this. Which NFL Europe team did Adam Vinatieri play for before joining the Patriots? Now, I've got a multiple choice here. I want you to listen to all the options before you take your guess. So which NFL Europe team did Adam Vinatieri play for before joining the Patriots? Was it? The Barcelona Dragons, the Frankfurt Galaxy, the Amsterdam Admirals, the Scottish Claymores, or the Berlin Bobensons? No, I think he played for the Scottish Claymores. Very good guess, but unfortunately that is incorrect. Uh, It is the uh, Amsterdam Admirals uh, is the correct answer. Uh, We also would have uh, accepted the uh, Berlin Bobensons. here on Fox Sports Radio. And uh, and with that, a one in four performance here on Guess That Garbage. You Very are entertaining. Garbage. Feel like we uh Garbage. <laughs> I just He's trash. Listen, man. That's uh that's actually my favorite NFL Europe team, so is, yeah, is it the, the, the Berlin Bobensons? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, they're pretty good. I guess <laughs> Oh, man. This is just uh, unbelievable. Uh, All right. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Um, You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, All right. Coming up next, uh, there is a a story out of the NFL. Uh, I think you are nuts. I think a lot of people have lost their minds if they're going in this direction with this story. Uh, We'll get into that next here on FSR. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an Adventure Ready RAV4. Let's go! 
Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. That's my game, <laughs> Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up top of next hour, 10 minutes from now here on FSR. There are some very, very jealous people in the media. Uh, Those people exposed themselves earlier this week. Uh, We will get to that here uh, 10 minutes from now on FSR. Uh, By the way, there is the um, there's some betting odds out on a Tim Tebow touchdowns this upcoming season. And apparently a lot of money is coming in on the under of two and a half touchdowns from a Tim Tebow this season. And I will say this, and I was mentioning this on, I I have look, I've done like 45 shows this week. All right. So bear with me. I I don't remember which specific show this was, but I've, I've done a lot of shows this week. All right. So, um, if you think that Tim Tebow is going to make the team, which, which is a long shot, but if he makes the team and he's on the active roster, if you don't think that Urban Meyer is going to do whatever it takes to get Tim Tebow in the end zone, you're insane. If he gets on the roster, they are going to find a way to get Tim Tebow in the end zone, whether it's running, throwing, catching, whatever it is, Tim Tebow's scoring this year. If he's I I mark my words, if Tim Tebow is at all active on game day, he is going to score this year. It's happening. Like it's going to happen. Urban Meyer has been has been told what he can and can't do, what he should and shouldn't do as a coach for the first time maybe in his entire coaching career. Nobody's telling him that in Gainesville. Nobody told him that at Utah. Nobody told him that in Columbus. He makes one uh, coach, uh, strength coach hire. They tell him he can't have that guy. Uh, he, he, he contemplates bringing Tim Tebow in. They tell him, oh, now this is a gimmick. Uh, you're an idiot. What are you doing? 
that like nobody tells him what like it's it's with his ego and and an ego that he that he's earned because of how successful he is if Tim Tebow's on the roster he's getting into games and he's going to score that I, I am almost certain of when it comes to Tebow's role with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And as we pointed out in Guess That Garbage, for all the talk about, man, can he do what Taysom Hill did? No, maybe. Look, man, Tebow didn't play for very long. And he had, he had more career touchdowns than, than Taysom Hill does. So it, it's not like he can't be utilized in the right way and, and get into the end zone. Um, I do want to mention this. We were talking about Tina's Burritos. At some point, I want to have this discussion on the show. Um, somebody was at a supermarket and sent over a picture of an entire shelf of Tina's burritos. If you want to check it out, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, you can go to my Twitter account. Uh, you don't have to follow me. I don't care. I really don't care. Uh, but if you uh, uh, if you want to check it out, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, uh, I want to compile the top five frozen food list of all time because I think Tina's burritos deserve to be on that list. So maybe as a show at some point later on in the show, uh, we will accept ideas and uh, and uh, you know we will accept uh, you know certain uh, certain uh, names and and brands out there that if we have not thought of but at some point I want to have that conversation on the show uh, all right coming up next more out of the NFL here on FSR we've got ourselves a major case of jealousy in the world of sports media we will get to that here coming up in just a couple of moments from now Jonas Knox Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83. And wherever you are taking part in the program, we appreciate you hanging out with us here. Uh, and we appreciate you making us a part of your holiday weekend. Happy Memorial Day to you and yours. Uh, Memorial Day weekend, that is, to you and yours. And we're going to take you all the way up until 6 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. So I was making the point um, earlier in the show that there is the coverage of the Julio Jones situation. If you just look at one of the reports that came out, and one of the reports that came out was a a report from Diana Rossini that the Atlanta Falcons have an offer of a future first-round pick. And when I first glanced at that, I immediately scoffed at it and said, no way. Nobody's offering Atlanta a first-round pick for Julio Jones. He's, He's 32 years old. His body's breaking down. Um, He's still a very good wide receiver, but they're not going to get a first-round pick for Julio Jones. It's not happening. Second round, maybe, but they're not going to get a first-round pick for Julio Jones. In fact, I would even even argue the idea that the Patriots are the betting favorite doesn't even really make a whole lot of sense to me because you could – the Patriots did a deal with the Atlanta Falcons for a wide receiver. It was Mohamed Sanu. How'd that work out? So the idea they're going to go back to Atlanta to want to try and trade for another wide receiver. I mean, I, 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 I get why the Patriots make some sense. And if it happened, it, it would be awesome. But I just don't think even the Patriots are going to give up a first round pick to try and get Julio Jones. So I, I just you look at the story just at first glance, you go, it's not happening. But then if you actually take a closer look, the, the correct terminology is for a future first round pick. And so I think that does make sense. And not only do I think it makes sense for the Falcons, I think it makes sense for whoever trades for Julio Jones. Because if you give up a future first-round pick for Julio Jones, you're saying that you believe you can win now. It's why all the teams that are rumored to, to make a run at Julio Jones are all teams 
that are either playoff teams or think they're playoff teams. So you've identified that now is your chance to win. Let's make the move and let's get aggressive. So for you, trading away a future first-round pick is fine because you don't care about the future. You're trying to win now. It also makes sense for Atlanta because if you're making a trade with a team that's in win-now mode, you don't want a first-round pick this year anyways because it's going to be late in the 20s most likely or, or, or who knows, it could be 30 through 32. So you're the, you don't want that first-round pick. You'd rather it be later on. Because there's a better chance that it's going to be lower in the first round of the draft if you, if you make the move for a future pick. So it, the, the idea that trading away for a future first-round pick for Julio Jones, that makes more sense than just a first-round pick this year, which I don't think is going to happen. But it actually makes it a little bit more an, an easier pill to swallow if you're the Atlanta Falcons and also a team trying to trade for Julio Jones. But the coverage on this this week – was so funny because it's so obvious what happened. All right, so I I have said this on the air before. I can spot two things right away. A degenerate gambler and an off-duty stripper. There's nobody better on the face of the earth than me at spotting a degenerate gambler or an off-duty stripper. Top of the food chain, nobody better. Nobody better has better radar at those two. Degenerate gambler, off-duty stripper. A degenerate gambler, I've seen it before. See how he looks at his phone. See how he's always on his phone every time the game goes to half. See how he's like, I've, I've spotted. I, I remember a, a, a friend of mine, this girl, she, she brought a guy out. I said, hey, your buddy's a degenerate gambler. She said, no, no, no. You don't even know him. Why, why would you say that? He's a degenerate gambler. I can tell. How do you know? I can tell by the like, way he's looking at his phone during halftime. He's a degenerate gambler. This is years ago, like over 10 years ago. She goes, no, no, no. I said, watch this. Comes back by the table. I said, uh, how much money you got on the second half? Oh, man, I need this to happen and that to happen. I just looked at her. She said, oh, my God. She'd known him for years. Had no idea. Had, and I was like, I can probably tell. And then an off-duty stripper. I mean, come on. You know, like, I mean, you can tell by the makeup, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you're, you're all dolled up, your hair is done, you got all this makeup on, and you're wearing a hooded sweatshirt. It's like, come on, what are we doing here? It's like, do we film, filming, a, you know, halftime at the suit? You know, it's like, uh, you know, it's, just, it's, it's comfy. You just, you know, throw on, uh, throw on something, you know, some sweats and a hooded sweatshirt, still got your makeup on, still got your hair all done, everything. Like, yeah, it's off to like, just got off work. So I'm good at that. I can spot it. I can tell you this. If you heard members of the media being critical of the Shannon Sharp Julio Jones phone call this week, don't don't you don't even need to wonder why they they were taking the tone that they took. I'll tell you. It's out of jealousy. That's all it is. Pure jealousy. Because everybody in the media wishes they had the ability to pull out their phone on national television and call a future Hall of Famer and have him give you the answer that everybody has been looking for. They wish they had that access. They do anything to have that ability, and they don't have it. So when you saw the coverage out there of, oh, my God, how could they put, like, what was the, what was the report that came out? Oh, uh, you know, they, they've really strained the relationship with the NFL. Right. 
Right. Yeah. The, the, that relationship is so strained now. What are they going to do? Like uh, t- uh, take broadcasting games away from Fox? Are they going to punish them? You know, like what are they going to have to do? You know, make uh, uh, make make Joe Buck call games with duct tape on his mouth. Ooh, ooh! It's like such garbage. It was jealousy, pure jealousy. That's why you heard the snarky comments, like, "Well, you know, at least uh, uh, when 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 we get a guest on, we'll tell them, you know, they're they're going to be on the air." It was jealousy. They're bitter. That's the story everybody wants. That and the Aaron jo- Aaron Aaron Rodgers story in the NFL. That's the story everybody wants. And so, if you heard people being snarky and being a little bit bitter about us, it, because that's exactly what they were. They were bitter. Everybody wanted that story. It's jealousy because Shannon Sharp cut out the middleman. It's why you had all of these other reports that came out. Well, uh, here's what happened. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, Julio Jones like, no, 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 no. Like, we got the story. We got the story from the guy himself. We don't need you. You literally cut out the middleman. Like, we, we, we don't need you. Like, what's, like, like why are you here? Like, we, we, like we've, we've done, like, we've taken care of all this. We've gotten the answer from Julio Jones. Uh, we, we, we know he doesn't want to be there and that he's going to be leaving. We also know he doesn't want to go to the Cowboys. And it happened on the air. And then everybody's questioning Shannon Sharp's ethics. How could he do that to him? How could Shannon Sharp do that? So, so wait a second. If, if, if a reporter comes out with a story involving a player like like and this isn't to 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 call out Adam Schefter because Adam Schefter wasn't one of these people that was trying to be bitter about the story but i remember Adam Schefter got blowback because he posted a, a pictures of Jason Pierre Paul's hand in the hospital uh, like the x-rays he posted those pictures on his twitter account after he blew his hand up with the fireworks and it's like, so, so, so that, like, we're good with that, but Shannon Sharp calls Julio Jones on the air and we're not good with that? Like, that somehow he, somehow he crossed the line? It's like, there is no line. All right, th- th- this is a made-up line. This is, you know what the line is? The line is bitterness. That's what the line is. I'm bitter because I didn't get the story, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to attack Shannon Sharp and the way that that was all done. That's all that was. Like, I, I find it hard to believe Julio Jones is really upset about this. Find it hard to believe. Like, and the Atlanta Falcons can cry all they want and say, oh my God, he, re- he did damage to us. We had, no, 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 the, Julio Jones has told you for months, I don't want to be here. Let's get a deal done. He's told you for months. He hasn't gone on social media like some of these other athletes. He hasn't, he hasn't gone on Instagram. He hasn't, he hasn't liked a story or unfollowed anybody. Or he, hasn't, he hasn't played any of those games like a lot of athletes have done. He hasn't done any of that. None of it at all. All he did was answer his phone during a live television show and give you exactly the answer that everybody was looking for, but they didn't have the access to. And that's why some of the pushback that he got afterwards was happening the way that it was because the media was upset. That was the story. They didn't get a part of it. And so they had to act out and stand on a soapbox and try and pretend like they were the moral authority. And what happened to to Julio Jones was wrong. It's crap. Don't buy it for a second. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox sports radio. All right. So 
The other big story on the show, um, and, uh, and, and I don't even want to explain how we got into the conversation because it's just disgusting, but the other big story on the show is that um, I've identified Tina's Burritos, the microwave frozen burritos, as a top five all-time frozen food. All right, I'm going to go Tina's Burritos, top five all-time frozen food. Now, I think it is, uh, it, it, this is something that has to happen. I want to go around the room uh, here on Fox Sports Radio, and I want to get a, a, a contestant for a top five. Uh, I've got Tina's Burritos. Uh, in fact, I'm going to go with that my number one. I mean, who are we kidding here? I'm going to go Tina's Burritos, number one, top five frozen food all time. Uh, Chris Perfett, technical producer, as we go around the room, do you have a top frozen food food of all time? If you got to pick one, your number one, who are the contestants? I have a dead heat between two. Um, I'm sorry to Trader Joe's pepperoni pizza. I have to give the edge, though, to Marie Callender's chicken pot pie. Uh, that that is my. Oh, that's good. That's that's what I was eating when I was at home, oh, man. sick with the vaccine with the vaccine and everything. I, it's I love, yeah, I love pot those pot pies, pies, man. Oh, that's so good. I love pot pies. Damn, that's a good one. Damn it! All right, so you're gonna go uh, pot pie, chicken yeah, pot yeah, pie. It's, it, specifically the one, the frozen ones from Marie Callender's. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Very good. Um, Bo Benson, do you have a, a couple of uh, participants? Your your top frozen food of all time? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, before I before I say this though, uh, can you imagine how mad Ryan Bershinger is at home right now listening to this? This is oh, like, well, listen, <laughs> this is hey, look, he was born he, for this. Yeah, he's too good for a weekend overnight. So I'm sorry, pal. Yeah. You don't get to be a part of the <laughs> fun. So I'm sorry. Says <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. Hey, yeah, yeah. Go go butcher his name again. No, you don't get to be a part of this, Ryan Bershinger. Go go do the award winning uh, swing shift podcast with Bo Benson. <sighs> You don't right. get to be yeah. you don't get to be a part of this game show. Sorry, pal, <laughs> didn't happen. Uh, but yeah, I would say um, for myself, it's a it's a dead heat between uh, hot pockets breakfast, the the bacon, Ooh. egg, and cheese. Those are a staple, or uh, DiGiorno stuffed crust pizza. Okay, um, yeah, th- those are both, and I would just say hot pockets in general, right? Yeah, yeah, but the the breakfast ones hit the spot every now, time. There's there's one that I'm stunned. Nobody has thrown out yet, but I want to see if Kevin figures uh, if he's going to go this direction. Kev, do you have a, a top frozen food uh, of all time if you had to go with one or at least a couple of participants or contestants? This is a tough category for me, Jonas, because like you, didn't maybe necessarily have a whole lot coming up, so we had a lot of frozen foods to choose yeah. from, <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner at times. Um, so frozen taquitos were always a strong option. Okay, very good. Yeah. Um, but I was also partial to bagel bites. Um, oh man! So like the pizza, the pizza bagels. So if I had to choose one of them, I guess I got to go with the taquitos. But that's yeah. a tough one for me. It, no, it is. Um, now here's the uh, here's the other the other one that I'm surprised nobody brought up. What are those little um, the little pizza rolls? Like they're Tostinos. Like the, uh, yeah, what yeah. are those? Like, are those like pizza? What are those they're considered? Like, pizza like little rolls. pizza yeah. pocket sort of things. They're or called almost yeah. pizza rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the, but they're Totinos, right? Isn't that what yeah. they're called? Yeah. Yeah. See, I would think that that would be on a lot of people's list as well, too. I think the thing for me is like a that's re- related with my childhood, so I kind of outgrew those, and also b you never if you put those in a microwave, you are never getting them back. 
like some of them are well, going to be are going to burn the he- the hell out of yeah, your mouth, and, and half terrible. of them are going to be frozen. Oh, they'll yeah, explode it, in the microwave. Yeah, it, yeah it, it's it's all and and that's the thing. I don't know anybody that hasn't burned the roof of their mouth biting into one of those. Yep. It's awful. I mean, it's like uh, you know somebody lighting a firework off in your like you may, like imagine uh, you're you're drunk. You come home, you've been drinking all night, and somebody lights a piccolo peat and puts it in your mouth. <laughs> like who like who wants that? Like who who any part of that? And that's the problem with those Totinos. They're so yeah, hot and, on the inside that there's no way for them to cool down and if you're drunk you just want to eat so fast that you end up burning your mouth it's and terrible. then and then you're just going to follow that that uh, peat up with a uh, with an ice just biting into a chunk of ice yeah it's just yeah, yeah it's it's rough uh, but no i mean i feel like we got uh yeah all of those are uh, very solid uh, contestants here so if you have uh, a a top frozen food of all time uh we have uh, we have given our uh, our our thoughts on that and we have given our number one so if you have those at the jonas knox on twitter uh and we will uh we will uh, rattle off some of those if we have time here on the air um all right want to let you know uh here on fox sports radio we are brought to you by discover discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit cards at the end of your first year it's amazing because discover is accepted at 99 percent of places in the u.s to take credit cards learn more at discover.com slash yes 2021 nielsen report limitations apply all right coming up next there is a, uh, an, a, a story to watch in the NFL. It is a quarterback story because people think they know what's wrong with this quarterback, but they're missing the point. I'll tell you the real issue with a starting quarterback in the NFL this next season, and I'll have that for you next year on FSR. The most popular sports talk radio host on the island of Guam is Jonas Knox. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in, uh, we'll call it 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we are going to have ourselves another edition of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. If you've never heard the game before, do not go anywhere. It is the hottest game show anywhere on sports radio and anywhere in sports radio history. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is yours. If uh, you've never heard the game before, do not go anywhere. I promise you it is Radio Gold. Uh, It is also an opportunity for two brave souls to step up to the plate, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Pro wrestler or porn star is yours coming up 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. So um, there is (laughs) – people have tried to identify what's wrong with Tua Tagovailoa. There, there's been this push to, you know, oh, well, you know, it's uh, the health and uh, it's, uh, you know, maybe it's his, uh, his lack of knowledge of the playbook. Like even Tua himself spoke earlier this week about his struggles with the playbook his first year in Miami. I didn't actually know the, the playbook necessarily really, really good. And that's on no one else's fault, you know, but my fault. Our, our play calls were simple when when I was in, you know, I didn't have alerts and checks. Whereas now, you know, feeling more comfortable, you know, I can kind of maneuver my way, you know, through, through these things now. Yeah. Um, That, so that's normal. Like not knowing the playbook. I mean, you know, Tom Brady talked about not, you know, understanding the playbook last year. And that's a guy who's been in the NFL two decades. So, I mean, that's normal. Like the playbook stuff is not really the issue, not the concern for me. Um, Even the injuries, not really the concern for me. I mean, it, you know, you can say, well, you know, I mean, there should be a concern. It was such a devastating injury. No, that, that's fine. 
the biggest problem for Tua in Miami is the confidence. And not just the confidence he has, but the confidence they have in him. And I said it at the time, and I still feel like nobody has actually put this in, you know, has, has actually really taken this and thought about what happened to him last year. It's his first season as a quarterback. He's a rookie. He's supposed to be the franchise quarterback. They drafted him high. They made the move to go to him during the season when Miami's having a really good year. And twice they were trailing on the road and his coach determined, I don't think he's capable here. This is too much for him. Let's bring in the veteran backup. Twice. I I I I don't and and I just feel like that gets glossed over that nobody 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 actually puts that into perspective and thinks about that and what that could possibly do to him moving forward. Like I just I don't know how two is more confident going into this year. And you could say whatever you want about, well, he knows the playbook now and his body feels like it's more healthy because he's got an extra year to recover from the injuries he suffered at Alabama. Okay, but he's not going to recover from the fact that his head coach twice, uh, one of them on national television said, you're not good enough to bring us back when we're trailing on the road. So you got to sit. I that That to me is the biggest issue with Tua going forward. And it's like nobody wants to acknowledge that. Nobody, like people want to point to well, the injuries or the, the, the playbook. or the Dude, you're a rookie quarterback in the NFL. Like th- this is your first glance at NFL football. You're supposedly our guy. And in two, two different instances, we've decided it was too big for you and we don't trust you enough in those spots. You're good enough to start the game, but we're going to put you on a platoon. You know, it's kind of like when they have a platoon in baseball and then it depends on, you know, is it a lefty or a righty pitcher that comes in the game? And then they'll determine, all right, what, what, what position switch are we making based on? And, and we're, we're trying to find other reasons as to why we might be concerned about Tua moving forward. I would be concerned about Tua moving forward because his head coach twice embarrassed him and showed that he didn't have faith in him in a big-time spot on the road. And you can say, oh, well, it was the right move. I mean, uh, he made the right – no, he didn't. No, he didn't. I would actually argue Brian Flores butchered that twice. He didn't make the right move. First time he did it was on the road at Denver. I, I agree. Tua was not playing all that well. But, I mean, first, Denver is a difficult place to play. You're dealing with Vic Fangio – who, if, not, if he's not the best defensive coordinator in the NFL, he's at least in the conversation, and Tua was struggling. And Brian Flores decided, yeah, we're going to sit him. We're going to put in Ryan Fitzpatrick. And how'd that go? Ryan Fitzpatrick ended the game with, a, with an interception he threw in the end zone. So that didn't work. Oh, yeah, but what about that game against the, uh, the Raiders? What about, you know, let me look. I mean, they put in Ryan Fitzpatrick, they put in Fitzmagic, and they win that game. Stop. This is where you can identify who actually watched the game and who read a box score afterwards. Because anybody that watched that game, you know what I'm talking about. Tua was taken out. Fitzpatrick was put in. The only reason Miami won that game is because Arden Key of the Raiders 
tried to decapitate Ryan Fitzpatrick with an egregious face mask as Fitzpatrick was trying to complete a pass downfield. That gave him a personal foul penalty, and then there was some blown coverage. And then they hit a field goal. Miami had no business winning that game. So don't give me the crap of, well, it worked. And then here's the, here's the worst part about this. You know, in week 17, in week 17, Miami would have done the same exact thing. Like, that, that's, that's true. I've heard this from NFL insiders who told me that week 17 of last year, when Miami was trying to, you know, jockey to, to get into the postseason and they were trying to get in there and they needed, you know, they needed some help or if they needed, they just wanted to be able to win out. They were on the road at Buffalo. Tua was in the game, again, trailing on the road at Buffalo. And the only reason they didn't go to Ryan Fitzpatrick is because he was on the COVID list. So you did it one time in Denver. Then you did it on the road against the Raiders. And you wanted to do it the very following week against the Bills, but Ryan Fitzpatrick was on the COVID list. How the F should Tua feel confident at any point on the road this year based on how he was treated last year by Brian Flores? And we're trying to find out other reasons. Well, it's the playbook that we should be concerned with. And, you know, the injury. No, no, no. We should be concerned because his head coach multiple times told him, you're good enough to start a game, just not good enough to finish the game on the road. Like, I I have no, like, why? Like, the answer is right there, and we're looking elsewhere. I don't get it. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, You can uh, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. 877-99 on Fox. The phone number, 877-996-6369. That is an important number because we are going to have another edition of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. If you want to be a part of it, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is yours next, but for all the latest, it's Kevin Figures. All right, Jonas, we had plenty of action last night in Major League Baseball. We'll start in the NBA, though. Despite the Mavericks taking a 30-11 first quarter lead, the Clippers did fight back and will come away with a 118-108 victory over Dallas. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George combining to shoot 68% from the field. They were scorching hot from start to finish. They would outdo Luka Doncic, who was no slouch. He scored 44 points and had nine boards and nine assists. However, it was in a losing effort. The Mavs leading the series is now two games to one. Atlanta had seven players score in double figures, including Trey Young. He had 21 points and 14 assists as the Hawks took a two-to-one series lead over the Knicks with a 105-94 victory. Jason Tatum scored 50 points while Marcus Smart chipped in 24. As the Celtics, with a 125-119 victory over Brooklyn, they cut into the Nets' lead in that series, which is now two games to one. On the ice, you had a hat trick by Matias Janmark in Las Vegas. They had a Game 7 victory over Minnesota. 6-2 was the final in that one. In Major League Baseball, you had the Giants beating the Dodgers in extra innings by the score of 8-5. Oakland over Shohei Otani and the Angels 3-1. Tigers walking off the Yankees 3-2. Padres get a home run for Fernando Tatis Jr. in a 10-3 victory over Houston. H-Town has lost five of their last six. Toronto, Boston, and Seattle with victories as well. Back to Jonas Knox. 
Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up, we will call it uh, we'll call it 15 minutes from now here on FSR. There's some uh, players in the NFL that are trying to show support for a teammate, um, and I think they're. Uh, I, I I I don't think that they should be showing the support that they're showing. I'll just put it that way. Uh, if they actually take a step back and think about what they're doing, it doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. But we will get to that here 15 minutes from now on. Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, it is time for something we do on the show, and it's called this. Is it a pro wrestler? Or a porn star? Genitalia. I love that. You have an affection for big men. Time to guess that name. It is that time. Pro wrestler or porn star here on Fox Sports Radio. We go around the country. Occasionally, we even go around the world, and we see who out there wants to be a part of the hottest game show anywhere on sports radio. And we will get things started, and we will go to the desert, where J.D. is listening in Phoenix here on FSR. J.D., what's happening? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, you tell me. What are you doing, J.D.? What's happening on a uh, early on a Saturday morning? Cool. Got some, got some chiladas in the freezer, some Modelo in my hand. There you go, man. That's uh, now. You go uh, Modelo bottles, or you go the cans? I got the Modelo bottles this time, yeah. boy. It's the weekend. Yeah, listen, dark, I like. Dark I, yeah, I like the uh, I like the Modelo bottles better to, uh, as well. You know, nothing nothing against a can, but uh, just for whatever reason, the bottle it's got the foil on the top, and it just feels like it's it's a little bit more elaborate than just a typical can. I don't know why. So to me, the personal preference. I'm a little bougie hey. like that. Um, hey, all right, hey. so uh, so so JD is uh, is fired up, ready to play. Let's go to Sean, who is in North Dakota, or excuse me, Sean, are you in North or South Dakota? North Dakota. Okay, so you're in North Dakota. Sean is with us here on FSR. Uh, so what's happening uh, up in North Dakota? What do you got going on? Oh, just trying to recover from a night getting smoked at the electronic pull tab machines. <laughs> The electronic what? And basically, they're slots, but to make them legal, they call them pull tab machines. Oh, very good. Uh, that is uh, so. That's uh, so. That's how they uh, they circumvent the rules. Huh? They just uh, give it a different name, and they're we're all good here. The old loophole. Yep. There it is. Good. That's uh, now. Did you uh, have a couple of drinks while you were doing that? Yes, I did. Corona with lime. There you go. That's good. Uh, so we got a Modelo drinker and we got a Corona drinker. This is like a, the battle of Mexican beers here on Fox Sports Radio. Interesting. Uh, all right. So uh, so this is how it works, guys. I have got a list of names here. It is either the name of a pro wrestler or it's the name of a porn star. I'm going to go uh, from JD in Phoenix over to Sean. We're going to take turns. We're going to alternate. If we are tied at the end of this list, we have a tiebreaker question. Easy enough, guys? You got it. Here we go. Let's get it started with J.D. and Phoenix here on Fox Sports Radio. J.D., you are first up, and the name for you is Jordan Kennedy, pro wrestler or porn star? Pro wrestler. That is incorrect. Not this time. Yeah, that is incorrect. Jordan Kennedy, a porn star, but it is early in the game. You know, I don't don't uh, let it take over your emotions. It's early in the game. We got a long way to go, uh, so we go yeah. back over to a Sean in North Dakota. You're first up here on pro wrestler or porn star. First attempt, and the name for you, Sean, is Mia Grand, pro wrestler or porn star. Porn star. That is correct. Yeah. 
That is correct, uh, Sean in North Dakota. I'm going to start uh, the whack off right now. Listen, Andy, that is, again. <laughs> Look, I, I want to apologize on uh, on Fox to uh, Fox Sports Radio listeners. Andy Furman, Fox Sports Radio host. Um, he Who the leaves, hell was that? He leaves his home studio hooked up, and he has a line directly into the show. And he turns <laughs> on the show, and he just he literally just yells things into the mic like that while we're trying to do a live broadcast. It throws everybody off. It's insulting. It's rude. What? It's immature. He's a little uh, prickly. Yeah, and it's, you know, Andy Furman FSR is where you can find him on Twitter. Uh, he's completely out of line, um, totally offended by just some of the stuff he says. Ridiculous, that Andy Furman. I mean, like, you would think the guy would turn – he's not even on the air right now. You would think that he would turn his, his ISDN off, but but unfortunately he leaves it on so he can walk downstairs at his home studio and just shout things into the mic. We never know what's going to happen. He just does it at random times. It's crazy. Uh, all right, so we go back over to J.D. and Phoenix here on Fox Sports Radio. J.D., Tiffany Taylor, pro wrestler or porn star? Let's go porn star. That is correct. J.D., you're on the board. Congratulations. Yeah, Tiffany Taylor is a porn star. So we go over to Sean in North Dakota. Who are you guys talking to, man? Like, what, what are you doing? Are you guys on walkie-talkies or something? What are you doing? Right, very good. I'm not. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. I'll be honest. I don't know what's happening. All right, so here we go. Uh, Sean in North Dakota. The name I just gave JD was Tiffany Taylor. The name I've got for you is Terry Taylor. Is that a pro wrestler or a porn star? Pro wrestler. That is correct. Sean on the board. Sean, are you getting help from somebody in the background? I feel like I'm hearing somebody there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, those are quick answers. No no help. Hmm. Feels like just feels like there's another voice there. I hear it, but it ain't me. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> uh, all right, so we go back over to uh, JD and Phoenix here on Fox Sports Radio. JD here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. You are down early in the game, but the name for you next is Bandito. Is that a pro wrestler or a porn star? Bandito. Porn star. That is incorrect. The JD, total fabrication. Pro wrestler. No, no, no. You were about to say pro wrestler. You said porn star. You always trust your wrestler? gut. You said porn star. Porn star. That's right. Wrestler. Yeah. All right. Very good. How many? How many beers you had tonight, JD? <laughs> Just not two. Not three. Not four. <laughs> Thank you, LeBron. Not four. We appreciate it, LeBron. Thank you. That's uh, seven. Yeah. That, that, that LeBron James, man. Just amazing. Just a, a gutsy performance by LeBron James. Uh, just to, to be able to, you know, with, with you know, seeing three rims and be able to just the, with the stuff oh, he was able to do. Just very impressive. Uh, all right. So we go, uh, we go back over to Sean in North Dakota, who's got a one-point lead, looking to extend the lead here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Sean, the next name up for you is... Jack J. Bonza, pro wrestler or porn star? Porn star. That is incorrect. It never <laughs> happened. Look, I understand. I understand why you would go that route, but unfortunately, that is not the correct answer. Uh, that's the name of a porn, uh, pro wrestler. So we go back over to JD in Phoenix here on Fox Sports Radio. JD, the name for you is Carter Fox, pro wrestler or porn star. Anything with Fox in it has to be a porn star. 
That is correct. Very uh, good, good de- deductive reasoning there uh, by Jamie. I want a mature Phoenix. guy. Andy, my God. Is that again, Andy? Uh, it's Andy Furman again. Just yell. Like oh, he's th- Listen, he's in. He's in Kentucky. He lives in Kentucky. It's it's almost five in the morning there. You would think the guy would be asleep on a Saturday, and he's like going downstairs to scream obscenities in his at home studio mic that's getting <laughs> over the air, and it's not funny. Was he visiting his cousin? I don't know. I, this is. I just like when is it going to stop? All right. We go back over to Sean in North Dakota here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. We are all tied up. Sean, the name for you is the Headbangers. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star? Pro Wrestler. That is correct. Well, listen, I mean... You could you could see why some might you a layup, man. Uh, you could see why uh, you know some might think that that uh, you know would is you know might be the uh, name of an adult uh, film star. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like there's you know it's, boom, not, it's not not such a slam dunk. Uh, all right, so we go You're back over to JD man. and Phoenix. Uh, JD, here's the situation: you need to get this correct in order to stay alive in the game. If you miss it, it is over. Ooh. If you get it correct, Sean has one last opportunity to ice it before overtime. So JD, all is on the line here for you on oh, pro cool. wrestler or porn star, and the name for you is Indy Hartwell. Pro wrestler or porn star? Say that again. Indy Hartwell. Use that in a sentence. You've got to give porn him time star. to Google it. You're going to go uh, porn, porn star? No, go pro wrestler. Are you sure about that? Yeah, pro wrestler. I, I, I feel I feel like you did uh, you did you made this mistake the last time. Okay, it's porn porn star then porn star. All right. Final answer, porn star. That is incorrect. It is a pro wrestler. And with that, with that, a victorious Sean in North Dakota is your winner here on Pro Wrestler Porn Star. Uh, Listen, JD, I I had to. Like, you know, it's just uh, you you can't let people, uh, you know, harass you on the foul on the free throw line, uh, wave things behind the basket. You you can't fall for that. You got to trust your instincts. Thank my fans. Yeah, well, listen, we'd, we'd like to thank you. Uh, so thank you to J.D. in Phoenix. Thank you to Sean in North Dakota. Uh, both gentlemen, I believe, uh, had more to drink than they were admitting on the air, would just like to say. Um, Kevin Figures joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, was that cruel of me to do, to talk him into the wrong answer like I did? Was that Nope. It? No, um, not at all. There were some nefarious things going on in the background there. I don't know what's going on, but he definitely like had to help. It's, yeah, somebody was cheating. It was I a feel like so, Yeah, somebody was cheating there. Like I just, you know. But I mean, you. But you gonna you see my point with the headbangers, right? Oh, absolutely. I get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Like, you know, of, of all the names, like that would be the one that uh, you know if, could go could go the other way. Very true. And if I remember yeah. correctly, the headbangers used to uh, wrestle in skirts. If I remember they did. correctly, yeah. Yeah. I, you, 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 your memory serves you correct. Yes, wow. that is that is uh, that is true. And they would, uh, I think they would do. Uh, was it the mosh pit where they would jump up in the air? And, yes. Uh, yeah. They would crowd surf. I think they would jump out of the <laughs> ring and crowd surf back in <laughs> the day. That is true. Oh man! Uh, all right, uh, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Coming up next, um, some players in the NFL are trying to show support for their teammate, and uh, if they actually. St- 
stood back and thought about what they were doing, they'd realize kind of a mistake. I'll explain next year on FSR. It's still real to me, damn it. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky, they're saying cows are busted, can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up top of next hour, 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Um... There is somebody who I just – I don't think actually th- – I don't believe they think through the stuff that they say because if they did, they'd realize, well, that was probably a mistake. 
you know, that was that was probably a mistake to do that. Uh, we will get into that here 10 minutes from now, uh, top of next hour here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, so we were, I was talking about the Aaron Rodgers story earlier, and I've got fatigue with it just because of the way that it's been handled on social media. Look, I'm interested in enough in the fact, in the idea that Aaron Rodgers could potentially be on a new team. I'm interested in the fact that Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers aren't on the same page because he's a, a Hall of Fame player, a world-class talent. There's enough there for me. I don't need to know what he's wearing or doing or singing or drinking or hanging out with in Hawaii. I don't care. I, but but that's, that's the latest developments on the Aaron Rodgers stuff. What I did find kind of ironic is this week his wide receivers showed solidarity and they showed support and you can't prove this but it's not a coincidence that you know five of his wide receivers also elected not to show up to OTAs not a coincidence that to me, was guys that were rallying around their teammate and showing support for their quarterback. Like, that, that, that's what that was. Hey, Aaron's our guy. That's our quarterback. We don't like the way he's been treated. Therefore, we're going to support him. We're going to rally around our guy. We're going to show some loyalty. And we're also going to skip OTAs. And what's ironic about all that is that Aaron Rodgers' issue with the Green Bay Packers is that they haven't given him enough so that the guys that he does have are now sitting out in support of Aaron Rodgers even though he's basically acknowledging you're not enough for me. (laughs) Like, what are you doing, dude? I don't know. It's like, it's like walking in and, you know, your wife's having an affair and, and you get pissed off because, you know, the the guy, uh, you know, is wearing your, your, your t-shirt and you take it out on him. It's like, hold on a second. Like like you're, you're missing the bigger picture here. Like there's somebody to be upset about. That's not it. These guys are like supporting. They're upset because Aaron Rodgers hasn't been given enough yet. They're what he's been given. Like, what are you upset about more next year at FSR? You know, there's somebody in the world of sports, they talk a lot, they say some interesting things, they say some uh, confusing things, but ultimately there are times where I don't believe they think things through before they actually say them. I'll explain who that is coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on Sirius XM Channel 83 and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. We appreciate you doing so, having some fun, hanging out with us here, and welcome to your Memorial Day weekend here on Fox Sports Radio. Obviously a busy night in the NBA, a very busy night, lots of, uh, lots of fun games, interesting uh, uh, scenarios playing out. Uh, one of them that was a complete surprise to me was the Celtics beating the Nets. I didn't have that happening. Uh, I thought if you would have asked me going into this game, you gave me a hundred bucks. I got to pick a winner uh, or going into this entire weekend on any playoff game. Here's a hundred bucks. Just pick a winner. Who's going to win? I, I would have taken Brooklyn to be Boston in game three. I, I, I did not think at all 
that the Celtics were going to be able to win this game. Especially, they, look, they got off to a slow start. I didn't see it happening. Um, you've got Jason Tatum uh, making mention of the fact that, well, you know, the, the quick turnaround from the bubble, maybe that's why we've been inconsistent all year. I just had no faith Boston was going to win this game. And give them credit, man. They, they got down early. They rallied. Tatum was awesome. And they end up uh, bringing the series to two games to one. Um, I, I don't know if they'll get another game in this series, but nonetheless, impressive performance. Now, the story going into this game is Kyrie Irving, um, you know, who brought up the idea of, you know, racial comments being aimed towards him from Boston fans. We've heard this before. It, it, you know, it, it, it happened. Uh, the, Boston's got a reputation of it, right or wrong. They've got this reputation uh, of, of apparently, um, you know, people, you know, making dumb comments and racial comments, whether it's at Celtics games or Red Sox games, et cetera. And so Kyrie Irving following a, a rough shooting night for him and a bad performance all the way around, uh, he spoke with the media afterwards. I've been in a few environments in my life, so, you know, like I said, as long as it's just strictly the nature of basketball out there, there's nothing extra, I'm cool with it. Um, you know, going to get some, some preparation with the team tomorrow um, and then get prepared for Sunday. But, you know, it's just, just want to keep it straight basketball. Yeah. All right, so let's keep it straight basketball. Um, the reason Celtic fans don't like Kyrie Irving is not because he's black. Right, that, that's, not, that's not the issue. They boo and don't like Kyrie Irving because he lied. Like, that's the issue. He, he, he sits out there before the season and he says, I plan on re-signing here. And Celtic fans were ecstatic. Like, oh, listen, like, you're a star player? They want nothing more than to rally around that star player. Only to then find out that he was making plans to go elsewhere with Kevin Durant inside, uh, uh, you know, the, the tunnel during All-Star Weekend. Like, that's why. Like, it's like, like him being booed. People making comments are just like, people are idiots. You can't, there's nothing you can do about idiots. And, and if people are making comments like that, they should be held accountable, and I get it. But it's like, I, I don't know that, that him throwing gasoline on that fire was necessary because now you're looking like, I wonder how many fans there were just like, wait, wait, what? No, we don't, we don't like you because you lied to us. Like that, that's, that's the feeling. And it's not like he did anything wrong. Did he get their hopes up? Yes. Um, were they, were they probably disappointed? It didn't work out better. Of course, because they thought they had a true superstar player and unfortunately it ended up being a headache. So, I, I sometimes I think Kyrie Irving makes comments and doesn't think them all the way through and understand maybe the ramifications of what he's saying, whether it's the flatter stuff or some of the other stuff that he, that he's, that he's the comments that have been controversial that he's brought up. I just don't know that he maybe thinks this stuff all the way through. I think maybe this was one of them. Um, you know, the reputation has been there for Boston. So it's not like what he's saying isn't, hasn't been discussed before. I just don't know that it was applicable here. I, and I don't know that it was necessary here. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox sports radio. Uh, the other story out of the NBA, the LA Clippers, um, Win in Dallas. All right. They, they win in Dallas uh, uh, on Friday night. The series is now two games to one. And I'm going to say something right now. I'm not saying that this is a fact. 
All right. I'm not saying that this is 100 percent going to go this way. I'm just I want to make this statement. I believe that the Clippers may have just won the series. All right. I, I, now I'm not going to say for certain. All right. So so don't nobody bust my balls. I'm not going to say for certain the Clippers have won this series because we've seen the Clippers be disappointed before. But I think the Clippers may have won this series with that performance on Friday night. That was a golden opportunity for the Dallas Mavericks to step on throats, and they just didn't play well enough. And the Clippers who I think are the much more talented team. I still believe the Clippers are a better team. They got that one after losing the first two. And I just wonder if that's going to be the one that puts them on a roll. If now they get on a roll and now they start feeling themselves a little bit and all of a sudden players that didn't have a lot of confidence, players that didn't feel like there was a lot of hope, now feel like they've got some hope because they can compete. And it wasn't like Luka played poorly. He, he got his. Luka played well. But the Clippers were better. They were hitting shots. Um, they, you know, they got you know, th- uh, threes to fall that weren't falling in games one or two. And I just wonder if the Clippers may have won that series based on that performance, which is going to throw a wrench into a lot of stuff that it was being talked about over the past couple of – I mean, look – there were a lot of people that were printing the toe tags. They were closing the coffin on the Clippers. And I'm not saying the Clippers are going to come back, uh, you know, and, and win this game, this series four straight. But it would not surprise me at all if this is what L.A. needed to go on a roll. They got slapped around a little bit the first couple of games. They got embarrassed. They, they were they were mocked. They had a lot of people talking trash. You got Porzingis, uh, you know, going to clubs and getting fined $50,000. I mean, now, he wouldn't have been fined uh, had he gone to a tequila opening. You know, because apparently you go to a tequila opening, and, and that is okay. It's just when you go to a club and you're not wearing a mask, that's, that's where we have the issue. But nonetheless, I just wonder if this is the thing that's going to set the Clippers off in the right motion. That they get this one under their belts – and now they recognize and get the feeling of actually winning a playoff game again, and now they start rolling. Because we can point to the collapse last year, but let's also recognize they were up 3-1 in that series. Like, they were in control, full control in that series, and that's when they melted down. They had lost five straight playoff games. They get this one. Maybe this is the one that puts them in the right motion. And also, I, I was making this point earlier. And Laker fans can try and deny this all they want and try and say, no, 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 this isn't the case. No, nobody cares about the Clippers. The Clippers have no fans. Then why are you so happy when they lose? Why do you celebrate so much when they lose? If they've got no, well, it's because they're obnoxious. Yeah, but how could they be obnoxious? If they've got no fans, why does it bother you? So I don't buy that argument. I think Laker fans and the Lakers see them as a legitimate threat. I think they see them as a legitimate threat. It's look, it is the matchup in the postseason I want the most. I want to see those two teams matched up in the playoffs. It's the one I want the most. Because and it's not because because I'm based out here in Southern California, I know how this goes. It's going to be 95 to 5 ratio Laker fan to Clipper fan. It's how it's always been. I said it earlier. I know 3 Clipper fans that I can name 
Ben Maller, Marcellus Wiley, and Clipper Darrell. And if you don't know who Clipper Darrell is, just go look him up on Twitter or go to social media, go to Google, whatever, whatever you want to do. Look up Clipper Darrell and you know exactly who it is. But I think there's a threat element here, and I think Laker fans acknowledge that that team is a really it's, – it's a good roster as far as talent goes, whether it's the right mix or fit. Who knows? That remains to be seen. It doesn't appear to be from time to time. And the thought of them losing – to their little brother, I think is a terrifying feeling to Laker fans. I swear to God, I believe that. I, I just, the way that they celebrated last year when the Clippers fell apart and the way that they were being celebrated when the Clippers lost these first two games of the year, of, of this series, tells me everything I need to know about how legitimate Laker fans think the Clipper franchise is. I think there's serious concern, which is why I want that matchup more than any other matchup. I want to be here in Southern California when it's happening. I want to see those two teams meet up. Also, the fact that, listen, you know, I may, I may you know, rumor has it I might have had the Clippers going to the finals. That, that, again, just a rumor. Fox Sports Radio had a, had a bracket, an NBA playoff bracket thing uh, going earlier, uh, you know, last week. And, and one of the rumors out there is that I may have had the Clippers going to the finals. I can't confirm nor deny that rumor. Uh, but nonetheless, I might have a little bit of a vested interest in this situation. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Coming up next, there is a story out of the NFL involving a team who has a franchise quarterback, but apparently they were very close to drafting one this season. We'll get to that next year on FSR. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh, Rob. Rob, stop it. Stop it. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. 
Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in, uh, we'll call it 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we're going to get to the scraps. Things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to discuss. That'll be yours 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Uh, I, I will say this, though, about um, before we get into this uh, NFL story, Danny Ainge gets a lot of crap. And for good reason, because people think he's like, uh, you know, uh, somebody on that show Hoarders. Like the people on that show Hoarders where they got like uh, to-go boxes from like 1925 uh, still left over in their house. They got like cat crap on the walls that they don't want to throw away because they think it looks like a piece of art that they remember from their youth. Like it's just, just like weird, weird stuff. That's probably a bit of an embellishment, but you know what I mean. Uh, so everybody thinks Danny Ainge is on the show hoarders because he's just hoarding these draft picks. He refuses to get rid of draft picks, you know, et cetera, et cetera. All of that might be true. Um, when we tell the story of Danny Ainge as an executive, we should also maybe want to think about leading with the fact that he traded out of the first pick to number three and still ended up with Jason Tatum. Uh, like how uh, it like that is and just so and and Philly takes Markel Fultz and then the Lakers take Lonzo Ball like if, if we're going to tell the story about Danny Ainge as an executive can we at least also put one chapter aside for Danny Ainge as an executive and then also Magic Johnson as an executive uh, Magic Johnson, who gets uh, who everybody's like in this, you know, race to 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 suck up to Magic Johnson and kiss his ass, and it's like, dude, 
uh, he too passed on Jason Tatum, who put up 50 in a playoff game on Friday night and looks like he's he's on his on the track to be, you know, uh, just one of the top stars in the NBA. So it's like, look, I get Danny Ainge. He's very flawed. Uh, you can you can knock him and, and, and all of that. And and that's all fair. But if we're going to tell the story, please at least, you know, give a paragraph on the fact that he traded out of the number one pick and still ended up with the best player. Like just uh, unbelievable how he was able to identify that that's the way it was going to go and how he knew I can trade back to three because I know for a fact Magic Johnson's going to take Lonzo Ball. That the guy I want all along is still going to be there and I'll pick up an extra draft pick. It's just uh, crazy how that whole situation went down. Uh, Jonas Knox here on FSR. By the way, for hot water that never runs out, go tankless with Navian. Navian tankless water heaters provide endless hot water for spa-like comfort. Visit tanklessmadesimple.com and save hundreds with local rebates tankless made simple.com so um anybody that's ever played fantasy football you know this feeling if you have played fantasy football i want you to to please listen hear me out on this because i don't believe that i'm alone in behaving this way if you play fantasy football and you're debating on which player to start. You got one open spot. It could be a flex, a receiver, tight end, whatever the case may be. And you're thinking about which player to start. If it's a really close call and you're torn on the decision, two things happen. The player that you start, you're really hoping does well. And the player that you decided not to start, you hope completely fails that week. I mean, like you're rooting against that player who's on your bench as much as you're rooting for the player who's in your starting lineup. And all of that is because you don't want to have regrets. You, you want to make sure you made the right move. And there, there, you see it every week. Somebody's like, oh, great. So-and-so is having a great performance. Really glad he's on my bench. Like it's a, it's a nightmare, worst-case scenario for anybody. When you de- you have to decide between two players, you make a decision, and then the guy you chose against ends up being a, a complete stud that week. And so you find yourself rooting against that player who's not in the game as much as you're rooting for the player who's in the game to do well. And it's all because you don't want to live with a regret. It's like you know, it, it, hoping you don't find an item cheaper elsewhere after you already bought it. I've done that so many times where I've been in the market to buy something And I finally decide, I shop around, I see it, I buy it. And then I end up seeing it somewhere else and it's for like $2 cheaper and I'm pissed off because I feel like, oh man, I I wish I wouldn't have even looked at the price. Like I don't even want to look at the price because I don't want to know that I'm living with regret. And so the reason I bring all that up, there's a report from Panthers Confidential that the Minnesota Vikings were trying to trade up with the Carolina Panthers to the number eight pick. So they were trying to go from 14 to eight because they wanted to draft Justin Fields. That's the report that's out, according to Panthers Confidential. Now, they are not the first ones to report something similar to this. There were rumblings of that, that the Minnesota Vikings were a team that was also interested in Justin Fields 
if he fell to them, that they would have considered making the move. Now, the reason that the deal did not go through, uh, according to this report, is because Carolina was lowballed by the offer. They didn't feel like they were going to get enough in return. Therefore, they took Horn, uh, uh, the really good cornerback out of South Carolina, Joe Horn's kid, and they just decided to stay there and take, take the best player available or the next best player available on their board. So they go with Horn. But Minnesota was in the market to to look for a quarterback. Now, you can say, well, you know, what does that say about Kirk Cousins? Well, I, I think it says, and we talked about it at the time when when one a similar report came out. They've just identified that Kirk Cousins has a ceiling. It's the same thing Kansas City did with with Alex Smith. It's the same thing the Forty ers have done with Jimmy Garoppolo. They've seen we can get to a certain point. We just don't know if we can get beyond that point. And so if we think there's a guy who physically can do things that our guy can't, maybe it's worth kicking the tires on that to see whether or not we can get through that ceiling that we've had on us this entire time. And I think Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. And if you look at Kirk Cousins' numbers, and people in, uh, listening on KFAN in Minneapolis know this, Kirk Cousins hasn't really been the problem. Like the defense has been kind of, you know, subpar. And last year they got off to the slow start and then they were trying to get back into it and they really were playing well, but they just seemed like they ran out of gas and it was just too little too late. So it's only Kirk Cousins has been bad. He hasn't. I mean, people like to make fun of him because of the guaranteed contract and that you like this stuff and, you know, the gender reveal, uh, you know, thing that he did where he, you know, um, basically missed the target. I mean, look, bad look all the way around. That's why I'm not a big fan of gender reveal parties to begin with. Uh, I just think it's a, a bit much. But, you know, bad look all the way around for Kirk Cousins. But never mind that. So it's not like Kirk Cousins is bad, but Minnesota's like looking for, is there a guy who's got a higher ceiling? And they feel like Justin Fields with his physical attributes had a higher ceiling. So Minnesota was in the market and very interested in Justin Fields. But the reason why Minnesota is now going to treat this like you do when you're having to make a difficult decision with your fantasy roster is because now Minnesota has multiple reasons to hope Justin Fields fails. Number one, because he's a Chicago Bear. That is a division rival now. So they're hoping Justin Fields fails because his failure means a better chance that they're going to have success in that division. So of course they're going to root against him. Just like a Packers fan is hoping Panay Sewell is a bust in Detroit. Just like a Bear fan is hoping the Packers trade Aaron Rodgers. So, of course, Minnesota fans are going to be rooting against Justin Fields because it would benefit them. Also, and this is where the fantasy angle of this comes in, because they want to make sure that Justin Fields doesn't pan out. Because if he does... And the reason he's not a Minnesota Viking is because they lowballed an offer to Carolina to move up to number eight to get him. That is going to be something that is talked about for the next 15 to 20 years. You don't think 49er fans have been hearing about how they passed on Aaron Rodgers for the longest time? I mean that that's I mean Bay Area kid how do we blow that I mean how how did we blow that Bay Area kid we had it we had an opportunity to make the move how did we blow that H- how did we make that mistake So Minnesota looks at this twofold all right well we hope he fails 
because he's a Chicago Bear. And also, we hope he fails because we don't want to look like a-holes if after the fact we low-balled an offer, but we could have had that guy. That guy that ended up being a stud, we could have had him. So basically, Justin Fields is disliked and going to have more haters in the state of Minnesota than anywhere else on planet Earth because they have a vested interest, and part of it is they don't want to live with guilt. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Coming up next, we're going to have the scraps, things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to. They are yours, but for all the latest, it's Kevin Figures. And we had three NBA playoff games on Friday night. The nightcap was the Clippers beating the Mavericks in Dallas by the score of 118 to 108. Kawhi Leonard making his first eight field goals on the night. He had 36 points. Paul George chipped in 29 points. Combined, they shot 68% from the field. Dallas leads that series two games to one. Brooklyn's lead over the Celtics is now two games to one as well. That is after Jason Tatum scored 50 points, leading Boston to a 125 to 119 victory. Atlanta now with a 2-1 lead over the Knicks as Trey Young scored 21 points and dished out 14 assists as the Hawks picked up a 105-94 victory. On the diamond, the Giants with a victory over the Dodgers in extra innings by the score of 8-5. Buster Posey, his 10th home run of the season in that one. Padres scoring seven runs in the top of the 11th inning. Fernando Tatis Jr. with his 14th home run of the season. 10-3 was the final score as San Diego beat Houston, who has lost five of their last six. Kyle Lewis with a home run for Seattle and a victory over Texas. Oakland with a victory over Shohei Otani and the Angels by the score of 3-1. to In the NHL, Las Vegas with a 6-2 victory over Minnesota in Game 7 of their first-round matchup. Their series against Colorado begins on Sunday. Back to Jonas Knox. Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up 15 minutes from now here on FSR, we will have another edition of Ticket or Stick It. Uh, I will try and see whether or not uh, I will uh, be able to afford getting into a sporting event uh, or if I am a cheap ass and I get exposed on national radio for it. So uh, always a fun exercise here. Uh, Ticket or Stick It coming up here uh, in uh, about 15 minutes from now. Right now, though, it is time for something we do on the show, and it's called this. Jonas, you moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to the voice of LA Sports Radio, the great Kevin Figures, to find out what the hell we have missed on the show so far. Kev? So, of course, over the last couple of weeks, Jonas, one of the biggest stories in the NFL has been Tim Tebow coming out of retirement. Damn right. Joining the Jacksonville Jaguars as a tight end. Maybe even sometime Wildcat quarterback. That's come up over the last couple of days. So the question now is, maybe he's starting a trend. And uh, Brandon Jacobs, former member of the world champion uh, New York Giants back in the day, says he wants to return to the field, but not as a running back, as a defensive end. He last played in 2013. He says he's serious about coming back and playing defensive end. He says, quote, I can still run. I'm strong. And there's no way Tim Tebow is a better athlete than I am. Uh, As of last check, uh, Brandon Jacobs checked in at 6'5", 270 pounds. I guess he certainly fits the physical profile of a defensive lineman, whether or not he can actually played at this point in time is another another question he's a monster man Humongous. um i i remember i'm trying to think which event this was at but i was at a local boxing event because i have no life but i was a, at a local boxing event and i think brandon jacobs was promoting fighters really like I, i'm i'm almost i i gotta look that up but i'm almost positive brandon jacobs 
uh, for a while, I don't know if he's still doing it, was promoting boxers because, you know, he loved boxing and, and, and whatnot. And so he, that was like his thing. And I, I don't know what he's done because he's been out of the league a while, right? I mean, Correct. 2013 was his last time in the Jesus, league. He's currently 38 years old. God, he's been out of the league that long. That's huh? right. Yep. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, why not? I mean, if he, like, I have no, I don't have any problem with anybody getting a tryout. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, with kicking tires and, and seeing who's got what. Didn't, didn't the Padres give Garth Brooks a tryout back in the day? <laughs> That's, you, you I don't that? remember that one. I'm telling you, if you, if you look that up, uh, there are two things to look up uh, our, our crack staff. Garth Brooks trying out for the Padres. And then um, Brandon Jacobs is a boxing promoter. I'm almost positive that those two things happened. He was signed to a minor league contract with the Padres in 1999. And when Garth, one, yes, Garth, Garth Brooks, Brooks went one for 22 on <laughs> spring training, used mostly as a pinch hitter and even played some left field. So there you go. It. I knew it. Uh, so, so he was one for twenty-two. Yep. Man, whoever gave up the one hit yeah, has probably the... never lived that down. <laughs> it's like, but, even if you're a position player in a twenty-two to nothing blowout, which wouldn't happen in spring training, they just call the game. Uh, but you would still be embarrassed that you gave up a hit to Garth Brooks. I mean, you know, uh, the great Frank Pollock, uh, yes. Fox Sports Radio legend, uh, t- former tech producer who passed uh, years ago, but uh, a, a guy I worked with, you know, at. 2 a.m. in the morning for about four years. Um, he, uh, he, we were talking. Uh, I was telling him about uh, the pro wrestler or porn star game show, and he said if he were a porn star, his name would be Girth Brooks. <laughs> so, yep, sounds like Frank to me. That's yeah, Chief. I, uh, <laughs> I'll go with Girth Brooks. <laughs> you're live. Yeah. That, so yeah, the great uh, 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 rest in peace. One of the one of the favorite human beings ever at Fox Sports Radio. The legend lives on, Girth Brooks. Uh, but again, not uh, you know, not a minor league uh, baseball player with the Padres. No, there's that. No, I highly doubt that Brandon Jacobs <laughs> is going to get much uh, consideration as defensive end at 38 years old, despite the fact that he has great size. Probably not going to happen. What, what was that you said, Kev? <clears throat> well, that's probably going to get clipped. It is, uh, absolutely. By the way, let's go live to our uh, I Have a Thought on what we've been discussing insider, Bo Benson, for the latest, Bo. Yeah, can you guys name the other two teams that Garth Brooks had a, uh, a stint with in baseball? He had with two, with three Wait, teams? three major league yeah, teams? Yeah, there were, there were two more teams after the oh, Padres. Jesus. Um, the Expos and one the Rangers? Of, one of them is the most obvious team it could be. Yankees? Uh, close though, very close. Probably uh, try the other side of the city, the Mets. Huh? Yeah, there you go. I was gonna say, who was a what's a franchise that needs a sideshow because they've been so bad, so they need oh to bring a star God. in to kind of raise their profile. Yeah. So, so the Mets have had Tebow and <laughs> yeah, Brooks. that makes all the, the sense in the world. Yeah, system? and then and then in 2004, he spent some time with the uh, Kansas City Royals. I mean, <laughs> I mean, all of those make sense. Yeah, Padres uh, have yeah, been relevant for how long? Royals. I know they won the World Series a couple <laughs> of years ago, but back then. Nobody cared about. Oh yeah, this makes total sense. I mean, Garth Brooks and Tim Tebow uh, <laughs> were, were members of the Mets organization. Wow, that. Uh, and and you know they had players, uh, you know, who did drugs and and mm-hmm. had sex in the dugout uh, during games. So uh, or in the clubhouse rather. Not, uh, that would be weird in the dugout. And, and if you want a uh, if you want a uh, vintage New York Mets Garth Brooks jersey, it's only uh, one thirty nine on eBay right now. Oh, is that I all? Mean, <laughs> Why not, man? 
Like, uh, that is unbelievable. Uh, the, the things you learn uh, here as you uh, break down Garth Brooks's uh, playing career. Jeez. I just, uh, yeah, look. Hey, man, it pays to be a celebrity. You get a lot of opportunities that, uh, that you know, other people just don't get. Well, so, I, good for yeah, him. As Charles Barkley would say, Dwight Gooden's rolling over in his grave right now. That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, someone else trying to make a comeback in the NFL, not trying to change positions, but got into a bit of a spat as to what position he actually does fill, and that is Le'Veon Bell, whether he's a receiver or a running back or a combination of the two. But, of course, he left the Pittsburgh Steelers, sat out a year, traded to the Jets. That didn't work itself out. And he did a Q&A with fans on social media on Friday. Uh, he cited his lack of usage with the Jets as a reason for his regression when he was with them and says he has plenty left in the tank and he still wants to play this upcoming season. But he's taking his time in free agency, and that's why you haven't heard much activity as to him making team visits or signing with the team. He had a very light workload with the Kansas City Chiefs a couple of years ago, won a Super Bowl ring despite not even playing uh, in the postseason with them. Uh, but it looks like Le'Veon Bell still wants to play, still young, and I guess he still feels like he has some nice tread on his tires. Uh, do you see a team entertaining the idea of bringing Le'Veon Bell in, Jonas? I just – I don't <sighs> – or is he too much of a headache despite his potential talent? See, I don't even know if it's just that, that he was a headache. It just looks like – and it's not even because of injury. I, I don't recall him having like a devastating injury. It was no. almost like after he came back from sitting out that year, he was never the same player. Right. And and you and I, you would have thought – I think I even said on the time, I was like, oh, man, this is actually going to be a good deal for the Jets because – all the carries, because he his his workload in Pittsburgh was a lot. It was like, ridiculous. They used him, yeah, cr- crazy amount. And that's why, you know, you could argue against his strategy wanting a, to be paid like a wide receiver and also a running back. But if you look at his numbers, I mean, like he, he had he had somewhat of an argument there. So he, the usage was crazy, and I thought, man, a year off, he's going to be totally refreshed. This is going to be a great move and a great signing, and he just never really got used and could never really get you know get off the ground running and I think a lot of that was their O-line issues I just I think teams are just out on him they're just like yeah he's done he just hasn't been the same player I mean if you couldn't find traction in Kansas City with what they had going on with Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes I mean where are you going to make it I especially out of the backfield like if you if Kansas City had Le'Veon Bell and they got that the sort of production close to what Pittsburgh got Dude, you got, I mean, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, all these. And, and if, if somebody's covered, you got that guy out of the backfield and he right. couldn't make it work. I just, I, yeah, mean, I don't see it happening. He should have obliterated anything that Kareem Hunt did with Kansas City. And he wasn't oh, even yeah. a blip on the radar. Like, oh, what does yeah. that tell you about his production? Yeah. So I, I just, I think at this point he's probably done. We don't talk much tennis on this show, but a big story happened over the last couple of days. Naomi Osaka uh, generating some headlines. She says she's uh, not going to participate in any news conferences when the French Open begins this weekend, citing mental health concerns. Uh, The Women's Tennis Association said that, you know, we're willing to open to concerns about players, especially when it comes to mental health, but you cannot skirt your obligation when talking to the media. That's part of it. Other players, including Ashley Barty, who is the top-rated player in the world, she said, you know, Look, it's part of the job. You got to be able to talk to the media. You know, you can't not talk to the media. And if you don't, by the way, you'll be fined twenty thousand dollars. Which Osaka says she's fine with, if as long as they take the money and actually donate it to a mental health organization. All right. I, 
This is such a touchy. It is. You, you, don't, you don't want to be dismissive to the mental health portion of it because, we, you know, we've seen that that's a real thing. But, I, I mean, maybe she's really, really shy. Like, like maybe this is part of, like, like Ricky Williams. Like, he, he, mm-hmm. I mean, he would do interviews with his helmet on and right. his visor on because he was so shy. There's other athletes that just don't like doing it. I, I get it. But, you know. Twenty thousand dollars, and also she's one of the new faces of tennis. Yep, like you yep. need her out in the open. Yes, like it, it benefits everybody involved, and the fact that she's just not willing to to want to carry that torch, I can understand why she would get a lot of pushback from other players on the tour and from from tennis in general as well too, because they need her. Imagine Tiger Woods was just like, yeah, you know, I I, I don't want to talk to anybody. Like I'm not going to do any any media whatsoever. I don't want to talk to anybody. Like that, that, they would have a problem with that. Like, right. No, no, dude, you got you, this. These are part of your obligations. This is why pe- you make the money that you make is because of stuff like this. Yeah, you cannot say anything too. You know, I uh, yeah. when Matt Barnes played for the Lakers and the Clippers, you know, we go into the locker room and try to talk to him, and he knew what he was doing. Matt is a very smart guy. He would just give you cliche after cliche after everything you'd ask, and it got yep. so bad that by the time you got to game 40, 50, 60 in the season, you wouldn't even talk to him. It was like, I'm not going to talk to Matt because he's not going to give me anything. Yeah, You can handle like, it that way. You, you, don't have to, you don't have to go so overboard and be Marshawn Lynch and say, I'm here so I don't get fined. But, you know, you can have your obligations, live up to your obligations without giving the media everything that they want to. But, every, every job has something that – you're not you're not crazy about it. right yeah like, uh, you know I, I don't I'm not crazy like it doesn't matter like every single job has some aspect of it that you're not crazy about this is just one of those things she could be really really shy she could be really insecure maybe all of that is true but you're also really wealthy and, right. and part of that wealth comes from the fact that it's exposure and and if you're not willing to play ball with you know some of the your broadcast partners and the and the media that's actually covering this then you're going to get blowback because of it definitely the way it goes man right like yeah it's that's so interesting that's yep. uh hey you know hey listen i'll talk to anybody <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not too big for any interview, Kev. Hey, so you know, I understand. That, yeah, I'm right there with you. you. Yeah, ask me whatever question you like. You might not like the answer you get, but you certainly ask. Yeah, and those are the scraps. Uh, there he is, uh, the great Kevin Figures, uh, the voice of LA Sports Radio. And by the way, that is a true statement. When people say Fred Rogan, my ass, they ain't Fred Rogan. All right, it's Kevin Figures. All right, and 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 I want that to be on the record, and I want it to be official. How dare you! I did not believe what I heard the other night, and I can't believe I was even up that late. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the Kevin Figures over Fred Rogan, voice of LA Sports Radio. Not even, not even close. Uh, if you got a problem with that? Uh, listen to AM five seventy LA Sports uh, during the week and uh, and chime in there. Uh, all right, uh, Jonas Knox, uh, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, uh, we will find out whether or not I'm a complete and total cheap ass here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. I will be back on the air with my guy, Bucky Brooks, coming up 5 p.m. Eastern time, 2 o'clock Pacific here, uh, every single Saturday on FSR. So make sure you stick around or uh, catch me there. Uh, If you're interested, if not, that's fine too. But uh, myself and Bucky Brooks will be having a good time talking uh, NBA basketball, playoff basketball, the NFL, etc. Right now, it is time for something we do on the show called this. Something big is happening. Ariana Grande. 
today. A dangerous woman on the road. Should you go? And we have your tickets. It's ticket or stick it. Ooh, sounds hot. All right, so Bo Benson is going to rattle off some events. I'm going to tell him what I'm willing to pay to get into this event, and he's going to tell me whether or not I'm getting in or I'm a cheap ass. Uh, so, Bo, what do we got first? All right, later on this morning, you have uh, the Bucks at the Miami Heat. The uh, Bucks lead 3-0 trying to uh, sweep the Heat. Uh, how much are you willing to spend I'd there? i buy that for a dollar. In Miami. In Miami, yes. <sighs> Series is over. I'll give you 40 bucks. Probably almost get two tickets for 40 bucks. 25 bucks a pop right now to get oh, into no that door. Yeah. I mean, but be honest though. What would you rather do? Uh, go to a playoff game or hang out in South Beach? Yeah. Especially one when you when you know Miami's yeah. gonna lose. Yeah. I mean that you, series is over. Best case scenario is a gentleman's sweep, and I, I'm I'm good. I'll I'll go hang out at the beach. I agree. Uh, what do we got next? Next up, we got the uh, Suns and the Lakers game four. Uh, Lakers lead two one. How much you uh, How much you willing to spend there? Okay, so Phoenix is going to come out guns blazing trying to get back into this series. Um, I'll give you a hundred bucks for a ticket. Not quite enough there. No, you're gonna need uh, you're gonna need to double that and then add some pocket change. Two seventeen. Two seventeen for the cheapest seat. Yeah. That's not it's Lakers playoffs, man. Yeah, and it's not. That's not that un, unreasonable. Um, I mean, it's look. It's a lot of money, but that's not that unreasonable, especially considering the stakes involved. Uh, yeah. What do we got next? Um, how about for a, a game five, if necessary, if if uh, the Knicks can force a game five and bring it back to Madison Square Garden? Oh Jesus! Yeah, how much? How much you think there? Just to be in that environment, in in that in those like that atmosphere. I'll give you 250 bucks. Almost 296 to get in the door for that one. I think it's man, that's worth that's it looks so much fun on TV. Yeah, no, you got one was, more bow? Yeah, uh real quick here. Uh August 3rd, we're going in the future. The Astros come to Dodger Stadium for the first time since they oh, uh geez. cheated and won the World Series against the Dodgers in 2017. I, yeah, I'll, I'll give you uh I'll give you 100 bucks for a ticket there yeah, too. Yeah. 85 bucks to get in the door. I'm in. Like, yeah, no, I, please, I'm, I'm so into that, yeah. Please let me be at that game. Uh, fun show. Thanks for hanging out with us here. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Jonas, son of a bitch. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? 
backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.